Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports. I'm Claire. Don't come in our store, because we just don't want you. Anyway, here's Brad. Wow. We don't have a Tammy. Wow. It's Tammy harsh. was Tammy Tammy hated this episode so much she ran away. Tammy actually she loves this episode so much. She was like, I am she's I'm so overcome with emotions for my love for this episode. Oh that's true. That I I I can't I can't hear anyone say anything against it. So she I said to me, to the only the only bad thing about this episode, Brad, was that there wasn't enough Anne in it. Yeah. That's what she, she said. Told that. Me. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> I was I'm a witness to this. Yes. Despite what her feedback may say, that's oh. what she told us in person. <laughs> I mean, she's going to put on a brave face. Um, yeah. But no, we all know. We all know. We all know her true thoughts and feelings. On she's a big Ant fan. Yeah. She's an Ant head. She's she's vi- she's president of the official Ant fan fan club. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you are also a fan of Anne, you could buy a fan to cool yourself down this hot weather, and it's an Anne fan fan mm-hmm. featuring mm-hmm. Anne. Isn't that right, Brad? Yeah. Like, I, I, like, honestly, like, if we. And also, if, you could buy Anne in a can. If we were a podcast that played a bunch of clips, like, if we had a soundboard, like, yeah. we could just take all of those <laughs> clips from um, Arrested Development talking about Anne, and, like, it would be perfectly well, I applicable. I've seen Arrested Development, so. Oh, okay. Well, there's there's a character. Um, so, Michael Sarah, he's mm. the son. And yes, he, George Michael. Yeah. Um, and he, his girlfriend is named Anne. And the running joke is everyone's like, Anne? Really? She's, <laughs> all right, I guess. <laughs> like, she's a perfectly normal girl, but they all treat her like she's either the most boring, bland, uninteresting, like, useless piece of trash ever. You mean it's Anne from this show? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> that's what it's she perfectly, at, it, like, it's 1000% applicable. Wow. Yeah. So have fun, whoever's editing. Throw in some clips. Yeah, me. You editing, you editing this one? <laughs> That's me. Oh, have fun, Claire. I'll send you some clips. Oh, thanks. I look forward to it. Oh, wow. Hey, can I bring Anne? Who? Anne. You know, she's she's the girl I'm kind of hanging out with. I haven't met Anne. Yes, you have. Michael had met Anne. Let her in. She, that's That's her right over there. Oh, Anne! Yes, yeah. yes, 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 yes. Anne. Hello, Anne. Hey, you! She's got a little hard-boiled egg going there. Oh, it's so cute. She sometimes takes a little pack of mayonnaise, and she'll squirt it in her mouth, and then she'll take an egg, and kind of... <laughs> she calls it a mayonnaise. <laughs> Are you okay? I don't feel so good. You know, I kind of want to buy her a diamond. Her? Anne. I mean, I know I can't afford it, but Aunt Lindsay was telling me about this diamond cream. George Michael, um, I'm sure that Egg is a very nice person. I just don't want you spending all your money getting her all glittered up for Easter. Eager to tell his son of their trip. George Michael, what do you say you and I take a little road trip down to Mexico tomorrow right after Buster's party? Oh, I can't. I'm meeting Anne. Who? Anne. Here, you took this picture of us in front of that bagel place before it was burned down. I guess I thought she was with another family. She's kind of my girlfriend. Her? Do you not like her? I don't know her. You know, it's like you spend all your time with her. It's like you're hogging her. Like you're a little Ann hog, okay? Don't be such an Ann hog. It's the girl who ripped my heart out. The girl whose face will always be etched in my mind. Huh? She's really funny. 
Well, let's hope so. Who? For Anne? Yes. Then we had. Yes. Of course I know Anne. Yes, yeah, I didn't mean who. I meant, uh, her? Uh, we don't have a Tammy, um, so me and Brad might be a bit naughty this episode, because we all know that it's Tammy that keeps us in check. Indeed. You know what else keeps us in check, Claire? <gasps> no! Alexa. <laughs> Open 60-second summary. Okay, let me pick. Tammy. <gasps> yes! <laughs> Tammy's not here, Claire. That's not how this works. Oh. Alexa. Open 60-second summary. Okay, let me Claire. pick. Brad. Yay! Alexa, I love you. <laughs> you. You dodged a bullet twice. I know. That's some I'm bullshit. I'm like Keanu Reeves in The Matrix. Look at me go. <laughs> some bullshit. And Tammy's sending pictures of Sammy being real cute to distract Aww. me. And it's amazing. So you can't do a 60 second summary when there's cute pictures of Sammy. I, I know. Like, it's a lot of pressure. You could do a Sammy second summary. I don't know what that means. I don't know either. Just talk about how cute Sammy is. Oh, such a cute pup. Such a cute yeah, pup. Lovely. I do love him. Brad, you'll mm-hmm. have to time yourself. I always do. <laughs> Good luck. Good luck, Brad. <laughs> Anything uh, else, Uh Please uh, describe this episode in one minute. Not over, not under. Um, you don't want to be a chump, and if you're a chump in this episode, you will be a a pressing, pushing, and chump. Oh. Mm. A what? A what now? A pressing, pushing, and chump. Oh, okay. Because she either keeps no. going on about how she's pressing or she's pushing. Okay, alright, I got it. And you don't want to be either of those. Don't, I don't. I don't want to be any kind of an Anne. No, don't be an Anne, and you can be a Brad. That's right. Uh, so, ready on my mark, Brad? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one. Go, Brad, go! All right, so uh, this episode is, in vin- is Vendetta. So there's this guy named Benny who's uh, about to get some cement shoes by a mob boss, apparently. Oh, but actually, he's an immortal, so I it's just kind of a hassle, I guess. I don't yeah. know. Immortal rules are fucking weird. So uh, flashbacks uh, to the 30s, um, but it's like they're not gangsters anymore. It's after Prohibition, but they're still gangsters, but they're going legit. Uh, there's this guy and his brother, um, like, the main guy, it was, it was our villain, uh, he's, like, uh, his brother, like, runs the place, and he's getting all the credit, and he, he's got the girl, and so he sets up Duncan, and, like, kills his brother, and Duncan shoots him, and then he gets the girl, so that's what's going on, uh, but, like, current times, we're just dealing with that, also, Anne's back, and they're, Ugh. they're dating again, and fucking again, and I thought we were done with this, it's a yeah. lot of fucking bullshit in the end everything works out i guess one minute one minute brad well done you've avoided being an ant chump cool and that's what we can all hope for in this brief life of us uh, yeah it's really all of our goals like (laughs) let's just not be Anne. don't be Anne. don't be Anne. Mm -mm. Mm. okay brad what's next Um, I got some fun facts from Tammy. Oh, well, that, then give me those fun facts from Tammy, because I was going to read well, them if you didn't. Do you have any fun well, you, facts of your own? Uh, no, because there is nothing on IMDb. However, there, is. there, there was is. There was a goof. Mm? There was a goof, Brad. Goof. And it, a, a goof from There's IMDb. Goof. Got a goof. Uh, I will, I will uh, recite this goof, and I was like, I also thought in this episode it was a goof, but you will have to tell me if they brought this up in the episode, because I don't remember them bringing it up. And that was basically that it makes no sense that Sid 
that they have to pretend that Duncan is his grandson, so they don't they're not weirded out by the age him not aging. Mm-hmm. But he but Sid seems to know about immortals because Benny is the same age as he was in the thirties or whatever. But Did I don't it... remember them ever mentioning that. Because if if he knows no. that Benny's an immortal, why didn't wouldn't they just say that Duncan is also an immortal? Well no, he doesn't know that Benny he doesn't know that no, he doesn't he just doesn't know Benny. Like he like Benny was just a guy that went to that club. Like he didn't know him. Oh I thought he knew him. No, he knows him now. He didn't know him then. Oh okay. He's he's I mean he's killing him because he knows who he is is yeah but but he doesn't re- think it's the same person thank you Brad. you've explained it all yeah and he yeah and like if benny was just like a you know a loser so like they yeah. didn't it wasn't really notable benny and the jets i i Brad. still don't like i still don't understand how anyone remembers what anyone looks like you know from no. 50 years ago i don't remember what you look like i saw you two years ago I, like i like i just <laughs> like think of people you went to school with like no, no there's no, no way clue. i have people come in my store all the time and they're like Hey! And I'm like, hey? And I have no idea where I know them from. And they're like, oh, we went to school together. I'm like, did we? I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? I don't yeah. know where anyone looks like. No. It's, it's a weird hey, thing Brad, to remember. Did you know mm-hmm. that on the show, they let Tony Rosato, Rosato? Rosato, who plays Benny, ad lib so much in this episode. Out of 28 deleted slash added scenes, 12 of them were Tony saying lines that were not in the shooting script. Hmm. Cool. Were Yikes. they were they good lines? No. No, because the ones if they were worse than the ones that were kept in, then they were terrible. Yeah. No, it's because oh, Benny. Ugh. Benny's awful. He's so terrible. I mean, next to Anne, he looks like the greatest person oh, in the world. Oh, sure. He looks like Sir Ian McKellen, but he's not. He's he's awful. Yeah. Hey, Brad. Hmm. Here's a here's a quote from Adrian Paul. Vendetta was one of those shows that allowed allowed him to actually be a little lighter in certain aspects. Talking about Duncan, it wasn't my favorite show, Vendetta, but it was fun to see a slightly lighter side to Mac. There were certain things that worked. I mean, I love the dancing aspect in it. I mean, I mean, yeah, you had to dance with dance... you had to dance with a foxy lady. Yeah, sure. I mean, she was foxy. Yeah, that's true. She's crazy foxy. She also shrunk like two feet during the, the, the years. Because I, mean, I was that's like, she's happens. so tiny in the present day. Uh, then he says that was fun to do I mean I think there were some good characters in it mm, were there? it just somehow missed the mark I'm not sure why but it wasn't my favourite I just don't think it had the heart that some of the other episodes had even though they were light I mean if you look at some of the Roger Daltrey ones they had very strong relationships and this one was a little disjoint I agree I agree Brad do you? Mm-hmm. yeah when's Roger Daltrey coming back? Uh, good question don't know he's got to be back right? And then David Tynan, who was the executive script consultant, said, Anne couldn't really learn McLeod's secret or that would have drawn her further into his world. So we had to make a decision, I think, as to whether or not she was going to. And you feel that tension of these two characters of Anne trying to figure out what's going on with McLeod and why he's acting so mysteriously. And McLeod trying to hide the fact that he's immortal. We already did it. (laughs) Yeah. You realize you guys realized it didn't. If you if, now, if we'd found out that this episode was was like broadcast out of order, and this yeah. was like, but that would make sense. But mm-hmm. you you motherfuckers, you realized that it didn't work, and like you broke them up, and now you're trying to do it again. Yeah, it's crazy. <sighs> like, why is this still happening? It's. It's so bad. Uh, so Bill Panzer says, 30s melodrama probably plays best in the 30s. And I think that John Men- Mendeluk's idea to kind of broaden it out a little bit, take advantage of the comedic na- nature of the actor, was probably a good call on his part. 
And then Adrian Brody, Adrian Brody, Adrian Adrian Brody pops in and is like, hey, it's me, Oscar and Adrian Brody. Uh, Adrian Paul says, yeah, it did feel a little cartoony. I think it was possibly um, directed that way. Vendetta was was supposed to be a little darker than it was, and it came off a little slapstick. And I would like to add, as I said to Brad before, that maybe it's because you put like freaking cartoon music over scenes. It was crazy. Like, particularly the scene where they're going to kill Benny. It was just like... Oh no, he's going in the river. Yeah. So, any thoughts on that, Brad? I mean, it's yeah, it's just all the Benny stuff that's kooky. And then Duncan, mm-hmm. like, kind of reacting to him. Like, uh, like Benny! Like, oh yeah, that's, it was that's just like, oh, Benny! <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, like Benny's our most scam- beloved co- comic character. As no. opposed to... Like, he on, he feels like the worst, like, 80s comedian. Yeah. Like, I looked at, I looked at him as IMDb. Apparently, he's, he's just an actor that works. Um, like, I was really expecting to find out he was, like, some, like, shitty stand-up comedian. But I guess yeah, he's just, he like, an actor. Yeah, he came across as a stand-up. Particularly the amount oh, he's improv hold on, hold on. Okay, oh, he started no. off on SCTV and, like, yeah, SNL. So I, I, I think he was yeah. supposed to be a comedy actor that never quite took off. Yeah. So, alright. Yeah. Well, also, he, was, you know he who... was the voice. He was the voice of Luigi on the Super Mario cartoon. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Brad, I'd like to point out. Do you know who was a beloved comedic act, uh, comedic character in this show? Maurice. Yeah. Ah, oh, this guy's Let's get got back nothing, to him. Like, oh, this guy's got nothing on Maurice. Like, no, Maurice fuck no. Amazing. Oh, I mean, I do, I do respect his his work as Luigi though, because that's. <laughs> I mean, that's solid. the better Mario brother. Yeah, always my favorite. Always, oh, definitely, definitely. So um, that was the fun facts from Tammy. Um, yeah, I didn't really have any any further ones. Um, but I just think it's crazy that they're still doing this Anne thing I, again. I, I am. I was wildly shocked. I mean, I understood she yeah. was going to be on the show. I was like, all right, well, now they've realized it's not a romantic thing, and they'll just be friends. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, have a character, sure. But they're like all like it's not even that they're just you know they're in no. a relationship. They're like all over each other in this episode. Yeah, like. it's so weird. And she. She's, she's so irritating in this episode because she's just like, oh, I think I'm really good at not pushing. Like, I nearly died when she said that. I couldn't oh, believe it. We'll I get there. Like, we'll get, save it, Claire. Save it. Save it. And then, um... Save it. Yeah, it was just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Claire, I'm sure you're wondering what mm-hmm. the fuck was happening on the day of this episode. Um, I wonder that every day. Well, I'm going to answer you because it's January 30th, 1995. Welcome to 1995, everyone. <gasps> Welcome back. Look at it all. It's amazing. We, listen, we've had the holiday break. Uh, we're ready to get back to Highlander. <laughs> it's 1995. Uh, on this wow. date, on this Monday, mm-hmm. Kevin oh, Eubanks. Monday. So weird. Kevin Eubanks officially became the um, band leader on The Tonight Show. Wow. Okay. It was 95. That's crazy. He was on The Tonight Show. Jay Leno. Oh, okay. the, I get them all confused. There's too many like tonight. This is happening, and blah, blah, blah. well, tonight, tonight, oh. uh, it's 1995. So, so it's yeah, Jay Le- so it's, it's, Leno, it's Jay Leno, like David Letterman and Conan O'Brien. Those are the only three hosts that exist. Can I just point out, Brad, that Ken Pogue, who played uh, Old Man Sid in this episode, was in four episodes of Millennium. Mm. Huh. So that's exciting, isn't it, Brad? <laughs> I mean, like everyone's been in, like this is this is Canada. Literally, everyone's this been in four Canada. episodes. Everyone's of been in everything else. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, um. Also on this day, um. 
Workers from the National Institute of Health announced the success of clinical trials testing the first preventative treatment for sickle cell disease. Oh. So that's good. Um, okay, that is good. Good news. Um, so I'm trying to skip the really awful, the, all the awful news. <laughs> like, oh, oh no. car bombing, uh, car bombing, uh, a lot of people oh, murdered. Cool, man. cool, cool. People dying. Great. Okay, there's that. Um, <clears throat> yikes. Um, all, oh, okay. Never mind that. That's fine. Um, also, on <laughs> thank this, you for I, shielding me, Brad. <laughs> no, I, I, because like I usually skip the birthdays because it's just, like all it's like you know YouTube people and shit I've never heard of. And then I saw one that I thought said magician, but it's musician. So, oh, um, so I'm fine if a musician is born. I just don't want to hear about the birth of magicians because that's <laughs> the king of magicians. Oh, oh, oh Thea, Thea Magia. Thea the magician. Magia. Thea T H I A M E G I A. Thea Magia. Thea Magia. Wow. You know, we all know Thea Magia. <laughs> Thea Magia. I don't know. Oh, it might be. It might be. Oh, Thea. I don't know. A Filipino-American like singer um, and television actress. She is known for being a contestant on the tenth season of American Idol and for starring as Haley Chin on Days of Our Lives. So. Mm. All right. The Imagia. The Imagia. Not a magician. Um, Top song in the U.S. TLC Creep and Claire. 1995. 1995. What do you think's going on in the UK? You got a guess? Something terrible. Um, Celine Dion. Think twice. Eh, not the best Celine Dion song. That would be the one that was written for Meatloaf, which Hmm. is all coming back to me now. (laughs) All right. Well. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't feel as ashamed of that being number one yeah. as I have in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah, you've had a lot to be ashamed of all those fake songs. Um, At least you know Celine Dion's real, right? Yeah, yeah, of course Celine Dion's real. Why would I think? Yeah. Why wouldn't I know that Celine Dion's real? Everyone knows Celine know. Dion. Um, I know what you're wondering. Top, what do we got going on in the box office here in oh, January man. of '95? I mean, we Nothing, jumped. Well, okay, okay, either. I don't know if this is too early for this, but either it's going to be like lots of Oscar bait films, so like serious stuff, or it's going to be a load of toot that they've just shoved in January because it's not going to make money over like the summer blockbusters. So it's mm. either going to be absolute trash or lots of very Oscar baity films, I reckon. Hmm. Well, I mean, and we've had movies that have just been around forever too. So, True. Uh, n- number one uh, new movie this week, we've got Legends of the Fall. Oh, Oscar bait! Have you yeah. ever seen Legends of the Fall? No, I haven't. <laughs> I think Brad Pitt fights a bear in it, oh. <laughs> and it's and I think there's a, a woman who's like maybe like falls in love with three brothers. It's like Seven Brides, Seven Brothers, except it's like one bride for three brothers. <laughs> mm. Whoa. And I think Brad Pitt fights a bear and like Anthony Hopkins shouts a lot. Yeah. And the little kid from E.T. gets killed in the in the First World War. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, there yeah. you go. No, you All don't right. need to see oh, it, listeners. don't even need to read it. Um, yep. Number two, a movie that I'm, I I know you know all about. It's a new movie this week. Highlander, The Final Dimension. <laughs> Amazing. Number two. Wow, coming in at number two. It's new this week. I mean, everything else is... Oh, there's another... Yeah. There's some more new movies out there. All right. Um, number three. Um, below Highlander, Final Dimension, um, as it should be, Dumb and Dumber. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Ugh. Um, four, Nobody's Fool. I don't uh, know what that is, Brad. 
Oh, oh, we talked about this one, I think, before. Oh, is it? Wow, has this it been is... in there that long? No, I think we talked about we talked about Highlander. Um, yeah, this is Paul Newman is an, is an expert in avoiding adult responsibilities. Blah blah blah. Oh, his strange yeah, remember, son yeah. arrives in town. Ugh, yeah, looks sounds like yeah. a real bummer. Uh, yeah. Uh, n- number five, higher learning. Number six. I don't know what that is either. Yeah, I don't either. It looks... I don't know. It sounds um, bad. Yeah. We talked... We already talked about it. Doesn't matter. Um, number seven, house guest. Absolutely. Fuck yes. <laughs> that's that's a solid movie. Sinbad and Phil Hartman. I mean, what else do you need? Soul. Fair enough. Um, number eight, Little Women. Because, you know, there's a oh, Little yeah, Women yeah. movie every five minutes. So. Yeah, the Winona Ryder, Christian Bale one. Okay. All right. I, like, we make a Little Women movie every five years, right? Yeah. I'm not crazy. I feel like we do. Yeah. Um, number nine, Disclosure. Uh, yeah. Num- number ten, Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Nice. Eleven, new movie this week at the eleven spot, Before Sunrise. I like Before Sunrise. Yeah. I like all three of those films. Yeah. Uh, number twelve, Pulp Fiction. Wow. Thirteen, The Jungle Book. Fourteen, yep. Nell. Oh God, no! Ugh. Oh, let me see. If there's anything else new this week? I think that's uh, that's it. So, and we've talked about all of them before. So, if there's anything else new, it's coming in really low. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, and those are all that. Um, but uh, what's going on on TV? Right, so, I I wondered that as well, Brad. Well, I mean, of course, CBS, your regular old bullshit, The Nanny, Dave's World, Murphy Brown, Sybil, Chicago Hope, whatever. NBC has got an episode of a rerun of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and then they're showing the movie Pretty Woman. So there's that. Um, Oh, what's this? We got a brand new channel in the mix. We got UPN. UPN is here uh, with uh, the third episode of Star Trek Voyager. Time and again, which is a good one, actually. Is UPN still around? No. UPN, like, broke apart. I think, like, I, I, I think part of, I think it's I, I think well I think UPN eventually became the WB, which eventually became CW in some form or fashion. Oh, okay. I think I think the CW is the most the closest amalgamation of what's left. But at the time, That's... UPN was new. Oh, okay. And yeah, so Star Trek Voyager, Platypus Man, and Pigsty. We Wait, got on UPN. what is Platypus Man? Oh, <laughs> uh, it was a it was a cartoon. It was just like a, I think it was a cartoon. Or, oh no, it wasn't. What? Oh no. Oh no, I do remember this man now. Oh god, it's fucking awful. Brad, I need to know what Platypus Man is. Oh, it, no, it's, 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 I mean, it's not like a Platypus Man. Don't get excited. Well, it's oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Wow. Platypus Man is an American sitcom that ran from January to May of 1995 during wow. the network's troubled first season. Starring comedian Richard Jenny, the television series was based on an hour-long HBO special Jenny filmed in 1992. The series lasted one season of 13 episodes. The concept, a solitary male, like the male platypus, um... <laughs> <sighs> God. Yes, Brad. <laughs> so it's basically it's. Or I mean, many animals that like lone wolf. Have you? Like, why didn't they call like, it the Wolf Man? It's like it's like Seinfeld, but more douchey, basically. Because mm. there's like bits of his stand-up special, but then there's also just like him living his life, but like 
<sighs> yeah, this sounds terrible. Yeah, he's a host of a cooking show, apparently. Cooking with the Platypus Man is, oh. is, the, is oh, Dennis Miller's in it. Oh, um, no. His sports writer neighbor, played by Dennis Miller. My neighbor is a sports writer. Uh, yeah, I don't, and, uh, I don't David know And David Dendara played Tommy, his bartending younger brother. So it's like just douchebags. Yeah. Like douchebags, the TV show. So, yeah. But uh, that's our Trek Voyager episode today. Platypus Man, solid concept. Yeah, he's a man. No, he's a platypus. No, I yeah, I was thinking about I was thinking about Duckman, um, the cartoon, but no, it's Platypus Man. This was this was just a this was a douchebag Seinfeld was what this show was, and yeah, it was seriously. bad. Uh, but there was something else on TV, and that was the 22nd annual American Music Awards. Oh no! So uh, okay, okay. I, Any news like, on it, Brad? We we only know about some winners. I don't know. Who who do you think was our favorite pop slash rock male artist? Bon Jovi. Um, there were three nominees. Oh. <laughs> I, I I'm guess I, I'm gonna give you another chance to guess who were the nominees. Nineteen ninety five for rock. Yeah. Aerosmith. How about Meatloaf, Brian Adams, and Michael Bolton? What? Michael Bolton? You he's mean not rock. The he's a winner? He won. Michael Bolton no. was the winner. Oh my god! Uh, what about female artists? Who do you think we got? Oh god, I don't know. I'm depressed now. Celine Dion. Who knows? Uh, we got if Bonnie Michael Raitt. Bolton's rock. Then Celine Dion's rock. We got Bonnie Raitt, Janet Jackson, and winning Mariah Carey. Gosh. Um, favorite pop slash rock band slash duo slash group? Bon Jovi. Um, we got Stone Temple Pilots. Who's that? No clue. Pink right. Floyd. Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd? <laughs> and Ace of Base. Ace of Base. Oh, one. Ace of Base. <laughs> how did Pink Floyd get in there? <laughs> how did you, how did you motherfuckers sneak in? Uh, Ace um, of Base's uh, album, by the way, recorded on a mixing console that my dad built. Thanks very oh, much. Wow. My dad is responsible for Ace of Base's success single-handedly. Well, Claire, what do you think the favorite pop slash rock album was? Oh, I don't know. This is depressing. Mm. Pop slash rock. Our favorite pop slash rock album. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know, Brad. It's the Lion King soundtrack. <laughs> what? <laughs> no! <laughs> Brad, no! <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that famous rock album. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. Tammy, when you're listening, <laughs> we've we've entered a dark dimension. Yeah. <laughs> like, what is happening? Um, yeah, I'm not going to go through the soul and R&B or no. the country categories. No, I wouldn't um, have heard of any of them. No. Our adult contemporary Michael Bolton won again. Um, Did Michael, like, I don't remember a single Bolton, song by Michael Bolton. Yeah. I just remember um, his hair, and they sang a song about him, The Lonely Island. <laughs> favorite alternative artist was Counting Crows. Oh god, that's so ninety. Hey, what about wow. the, what's, what do you think the favorite heavy metal slash hard rock band was? So, probably like someone who's totally not heavy metal hard rock, like I don't know, like Chris Cross or something. I don't know who is it. Nirvana. What? <laughs> yeah, and oh. uh, for uh, rap slash hip hop, uh, Snoop Doggy Dog. Oh, Snoop Doggy Dog. That's correct. Oh. Um, and how about for um, who won the Merit Award? <laughs> the Merit? I don't know what it just says. Merit. Uh, Prince. I, I have no clue. I don't know. Prince. 
Prince won the Merrill. He just tried really hard. He tried the best. I mean, I guess he was big in the night. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't really follow Prince, but when he did like the most beautiful girl and all that kind of stuff. Maybe it's like a lifetime achievement award or something. The Merrill Award. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, um, and the International Artist Award went to Led Zeppelin. Mm. I mean, I love Led Zeppelin, but what a weird range of awards. Oh, do you think that's weird? What about the performances at the event? Oh no, Brad. I'm like actually like I'm holding on to the table next to me because I'm like what what Well, we're going to start we're going to start off with Little Richard Tutti Fruity. Uh, okay. Um then Celine Dion The Power of Love. Sure, those two songs go really well together. Mhm. Hey, how about after that Boys to Men on Bended Knee? That was an actual current song of the time. So that, okay. Wow. Okay. Um Crash Test Dummies. Mhm. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, then Lori Morgan something red. I, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Madonna babyface take a bow. Babyface take a bow. Okay. Um, Tim McGraw refried dreams. I don't know who that is. That's oh, country Sounds bullshit. Sounds like a country star. Yeah, it's yeah, con- yeah. yeah, it's country shit. Um, Queen Latifah, my funny Valentine. Queen Latifah. Um, Queen Latifah singing my funny Valentine. That's yeah, wild. Yeah, I want to um, find that. And then Tom Jones, I want to get back with you. Um, then Paige and Plant, Black Dog. Uh, oh, Paige and Plant, like uh, Led Zeppelin. Oh, they love Led Zeppelin. I mean, Black Dog is is a very cool song. Um, then Jamie King did a purple medley of Oh for Oh with a Bat Dance, When Doves Cry, Kiss, Cream, 1999, and Purple Rain. Okay. Followed by Prince doing I Hate You, 319, and Billy Jack Bitch. I have no clue what these songs are. Like, are those, or maybe, are those Jamie King songs? Maybe Prince, maybe Jamie King's doing Prince and Prince is doing but Jamie why? King. why? When you can I hear Prince doing Prince. I don't know. I don't know what these songs are. I mean, I don't know what yeah. any songs are, but whatever. Um, Then we have Black Men United, You Will Know. And then we have... All the artists with Harry Belafonte, Quincy Jones, and Kenny Rogers, We Are the World. Oh, I mean, I hate the song We Are the World, but I love Harry Belafonte. I mean, everyone hates the song, but everyone loves seeing all those people together. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was the one with the music video where Bob Dylan's like looking yeah. miserable as hell. It's adorable. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah, that's some shit that's happening that that kept us from talking about Highlander, which yeah. unfortunately I'm out of stuff, so... Oh, no, Brad. No, I'm very sorry, Claire. Hey, Brad, what about that Flash movie? <laughs> I... Yeah, nope. Nope. <sighs> so, what episode are we talking about today, Brad? It is episode 311, Vendetta. Oh, beef of Vendetta. Now, I, are these credits? Is there new stuff in these credits? Oh, are there? I don't, I don't know. know. I felt like some stuff at the end was new. Like I don't know. Like, hmm. but I had I had the credits on silently, so maybe it just seemed different. Like there was the big explosion, and I was like, has that always been there? I, like, I right before know. the end of the credits. I don't know. It feels the same to me. Mm, maybe. Um. So we start off, and there's a guy um with his feet in a bucket. And they're pouring Gross. some concrete First in. Shot. Feet. Ugh. First, yeah. Why, like, why are they even? Why are they taking his shoes and socks off? Uh, like, I don't know. You're planning to kill this man. Yeah. Are you worried about messing up his shoes? What is Maybe this? Maybe they're going to steal his shoes and socks. They're like, wow, that's a nice pair of shoes. Yeah, that's. So they're going to take them. I don't know. Like, I uh, at least let me die with my shoes on. Why are all of these people wearing the biggest coats ever? 
well, it is nineteen ninety five. Like so, when I when I saw this bad this head head gangster man mm-hmm. who we later find out is Simon slash Sid, I told Brad that for a hot second I thought it was David Warner, and I was like, oh, yeah, he's David Warner, and then I felt sad because he recently passed away, um, and then I was like, hey, that's not David Warner, and Brad was not impressed that I thought no. it was David Warner. That is like, <laughs> but I, literally for a split second, <laughs> how dare you speak ill of the dead? I and I'll, I'll say as I said to you before, this. Mm-hmm. Looks like David Warner. Like current William Baldwin looks like 1989 Alec Baldwin. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying he looks like him. It's just for a hot second while he's standing in the shadows, mm. looking all creepy. I was like, wait, is that David Warner? I mean, if you had said, oh, I think it looks like Doc from Fraggle Rock, then I would be like, oh, okay, I can see that. <laughs> but like, I, I apologize. <laughs> I apologize to the ghost of David. Yeah, Warner. don't apologize. Apologize to that ghost that's haunting you. Oh no! For talking I might be shit. by David Warner. Well, you'd be uh, a friendly ghost. Would you want to be haunted by David Warner or George C. Scott? Oh well, I mean, I, don't you can't do that because like being haunted by George C. Scott would be scary, but it would be cool as fuck. <laughs> it really would. Because <laughs> like that's gonna be like a wild fucking ghost. Yeah. Just like weirdly yelling. <laughs> In his weird George C. Scott way. Oh, be great. <laughs> I love George C. Scott. No, he's the fucking best. Oh, I mean, so I'm looking awesome. at a poster of George C. Scott above my computer monitor right now. Nice. Unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the president of the United States. <laughs> George C. Scott in The Day of the Dolphin. Never seen yeah. the movie. Um, no, you don't need to see it. It's no, never going to be as good as the, that's that the thing. poster. The poster's so good. Like, and I'm sure it's a good movie. It's a Mike Nichols movie. I'm sure it's good. It's George C. Scott. But like, I, I just, I just, <laughs> I love the poster too much to have it ruined <laughs> by the movie being anything less. Yeah. So yeah. So this guy getting cement shoes. I and on his bare feet. The thing is, we find out this guy's an immortal. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then what's the fucking big deal? Well, because he doesn't want to spend, like, 200 years underwater. Because I guess... Well, this is the thing, because, like, obviously, you know, in the first Highlander movie, old Connor McLeod's just running around on the bottom of the water like a mermaid. Mm. Yeah. But, like, since then, we've said, like, when Duncan was, like, upside down in that puddle, like, do you drown and then you just keep drowning or, like, what? I mean, with this guy, he's just going to drown and then at some point someone's going to find him. I mean, I think more likely, like, the... Like, either... You know, the concrete would break. It's so, somehow he would get free. You know, yeah. and probably float up. I mean, I guess maybe depending on the depth of the water. Yeah, it might take a while. So, mm. um, but like if you're just like you know, I, I don't know, unconscious, then I I don't think it's a it's a big deal. Okay, what if some fish come along and like nibble on you and stuff? I well, I mean, theoretically, because does that heal while he's technically dead? Or would it heal, or is it like a Xavier St. Cloud, a Xavier? See, I, I just, I, I'm pretty much to the, like, I think we should just ignore that Xavier St. Cloud bullshit. <laughs> because a- anything else we've seen heals. Like, I yes. don't, it doesn't make sense that his, he, he didn't grow his hand back. Do you think like, he just keeps chopping his hand off every day? <laughs> I think, I think it was like, um, in the comics when, like, um, when they, like, uh, cut off Wolverine's hand and then they dipped it in adamantium, so he just had a stump that couldn't grow back. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so that I think, was dumb uh, too. yeah, that was dumb. And then he grew okay. his arm back because, yeah, that's how that works. Yeah. 
Okay. So anyway, this guy, not David Warner. No. Um, but he's yeah. like, hey, I can give you McCloud. And the, our main mobster guy that's not a mobster is like, McCloud's been dead for 50 years. He's like, yeah, but his grandson, his grandson. Yeah, what about his grandson? Like, why would you want the grandson? Like, Well, be, well he does say that, like, he knows what happened, so. But like, the, so, like this guy is going to be, like, dead in a, a short bit. Of, like, why? Like, why does, like... Yeah, so the thing, what we learn eventually is that basically he, he's killing this guy uh, because he knows his secrets. Um, and that's that he killed his brother, and he and he killed in quotes Duncan McLeod and framed. Oh, so how know. did it come out that this guy that Benny knew that secret? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I mean, he must have just been like. I, I don't know, he, I mean, he's a loudmouth. He was probably running his mouth at, the, at a fucking, you know, fucking card game or something. And, and how does, okay, sorry, how does um, Sid, Simon, think that Benny found out? Because only he knew and the people he killed. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, yeah, it's, I mean. The more I'm thinking about this, the more I'm finding, I'm like, hang on. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm. Like, none of this should have happened. Like, it's dumb. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they make it, so he's like, all right, well, all right, yeah, you get us him, um, because he's got to get everybody that knows his secret. Like, why? Why bother? Like, it's 50-year-old information. Like, who cares? Like, Mm -hmm. the only person that's going to care is your wife. Mm -hmm. So, I don't, like, ah. And you're about to be dead, because he's dying of cancer. Yeah. So, like, it's not going to affect his reputation. He's talking about his legacy and all that, and I'm like, you're dying. Like, that's, you're rich. Like, Mm -hmm. no one's going to care about, like, something that happens. Happened 50 years ago with like some random rich guy and his brother and some random. Also, no there's one knows. no proof. Like, yeah. So what this guy knows? If he went to the authorities, they'd be like, "Well, how do you know this? What's he gonna say? Yeah. I was there." Like, he can't say it. I mean, I get theoretically, so, I guess, just because he's rich and powerful. Like, if it went to an enemy, they could use it against him. But he's about to be dead. Yeah. Like again, the only person but that also, cares again, is his like, wife. Also, again, like the enemy using it against him. Like, what proof is there? Well, if I, mean, I was him, I'd be like, prove it. Yeah, but he doesn't need. But I mean, but honestly, I guess he doesn't want the wife to find yeah, out. Yeah, so. the only thing. The only thing that matters is if the wife finds out. Yeah, and so it doesn't matter because he's a again, he's about to die. He's got months. He's got like three months to live. They say. Yeah, yeah. So it's it, like I, I just don't see like that it matters at that point. Yeah. Because no one else is gonna give a fuck except your wife. But you're about to be dead. So. Yeah. I mean, even if she found out and she hated you for it, like, you'd be like, I understand you hate me. I'm dying. So, uh, like, I don't know. We've lived 50 years together. So maybe, I don't know. Can you just, like, ignore it for, like, three months or something? That's why I thought her about change at the end of this episode was very sudden as well. Yeah. That it was just, like, all of a sudden, like, oh, I'm going to kill him. I was like, but you have shared 50 years with this guy. Yeah. Like, and... But, like, it's clearly uh, she settled for second best. So, I mean... I get it, like, you mm. know. Ugh. So, so anyway. We uh we so we cut over to uh to the, the dojo and by the way, it still has uh, Charlie's name on it. I didn't realize yeah. that. It's still yeah, the same. I noticed that as well. I was like, wow. Oh, I don't know I don't know if we've gotten that that established. Because what sounds better, Charlie's dojo or Duncan's dojo? Hmm. Donkey, the donkey dojo. I mean, McLeod's would be fine. Yeah, McLeod's would be good. So, uh, what's Richie's last name? I can't even remember. Ryan. Richie, yeah. Ryan's, Ryan's works. Mm. Like, yeah. I don't know. 
So I so Duncan's coming in and he hears Benny talking and he's mm-hmm. immediately immediately we're in Cartoon Town because he's yeah. trying to sneak by him. Yeah, immediately. We know what that room looks like. How is he sneaking? Like I don't know. he came down the loud ass elevator, opened the door to it, and is now trying to sneak. Yeah. Get out of here. And then Benny like runs up right behind him. Oi. Also, this what is Duncan wearing? What is this coat thing he's wearing? I mean, just your standard immortal like trench coat shit. Like yeah, but it's like very thin material, so it's kind of I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you got to wear something to hide your sword. Also, Richie's looking very tan. I think I think yeah. like the actor's been. Uh, you know, sunning it up in Hawaii or something. I think he's been Christmas working break. out too. I like he's like he's definitely been working out. Yeah, yeah. Like he's he's been trying to become an action star. <laughs> he's tanned. He's working out. He's like he's becoming an an Adonis. You know, Brad. Um. All right. All right. I don't know about that. Don't know about that. <laughs> don't know about that. He's a um, he's a hunk of burning love. Ooh boy. So, uh, <laughs> yikes. So yeah, there he um, he's telling him stories about the old days, and so now we know that he's an immortal. And I'm like, well, then what the fuck is all this shit about? Like, why yeah, is he? I don't know. Like, ah, God, I don't. I just don't fucking get it. I don't get this character. Like, I don't understand anything. And I think what's important is I think we need to look him up on our favorite website. <gasps> Ooh, okay. And see what can we find out about Benny Benjamin Carbasa. Benny um, Carbasa. All right. So, all right. Oh, he's a fucking baby, baby immortal. Really? Uh, first died in 1922. Whoa. In 1922, Benny Carbasa was first killed when he was caught cheating at cards by Big Sal Fontana. It was not going to be the last time. He was involved in bootlegging, boot make, bookmaking, and extortion. He claims to have known Capone, Lansky, and Legs Diamond personally. Ugh. 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 Get out of here, baby. Ugh. So, it doesn't even say, like, I mean, he obviously got killed, but it doesn't even say they shot him or what. It doesn't say the means. Yeah. Because so. they, because the people who do that don't care about him, just like I don't care about. Him. Yeah. Well, good news. I am uh, from looking at this website. I don't think we'll be hearing it from him again. Hooray! <laughs> so lame, lame, lame. Oh. And I think they really wanted him to be like. I feel like they they wanted him to be like a recurring character. You know, he Ugh. comes back and it's like, oh Benny, but it's like, no, he's so awful. Yeah, he's wildly terrible. Hey, speaking of awful. Um, they're all about to go out to, to lunch, oh, yeah. and who should show up but uh, Anne? The queen of awful. <laughs> oh, why? What did we do? Why are they punishing us? Um, and I'll say again, she's she's wearing that same brown skirt from, bo- yeah. from that she wore before that I was like, oh, this is her best outfit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, so, I mean, I'm glad she's wearing her best outfit again. But, like, first of all, why is she back? Second of all, could you not give her a second good costume? You just can have <laughs> no, her wear the, the same one. thing again? Yeah. And she still looks like she's escaped from Whoville. I'm, yeah. Well, that's just her face. Like. Yeah. But I... I, why? What? Like, this is shocking. Because she shows up and she's like, hey, um, you know, I was hoping we could talk because, you know, I kind of like have feelings for somebody and I was hoping that maybe he still had feelings for me and we could maybe just start working on it together and talk it out. Ugh. What? Yeah. Like After the last episode and the one they, before, why? They, like, the... 
we the writers were like, yeah, we realized this was a bad idea. Did yeah. you? Did you? No, because they're still doing it. Because you're doing so... it again. Like you were like, oh man, we made a real mistake. We're so sorry. The fans like hated her. We realized it didn't work on screen. You know, it's we it just was a bad. It was a huge mistake. Hey, what if we just made that mistake again? Again, <laughs> exactly. You like it this time, guys? Look, look, hey, 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 look. What what if she's wearing this nice skirt that she wore before? What if she just keeps going on about pushing and prodding and stuff? I mean, get out of here. Yeah. Because, I like, I, this is crazy. Yeah. Like, do you remember, like, they broke up because Duncan was, like, seeing things and, like, he would not, he would not, he wouldn't take a fucking nap. <laughs> like, she was like, you can get some sleep. And he's like, I'm fine. I don't need to sleep. Can, maybe and then you he, see he got somebody. a sword out I in don't public. want to. He, pull, he pulled out a sword and started attacking the air. And then she broke into his medical records and he yeah. freaked out, which is uh, understandable, but still. Yeah. And now she's like, well, let's let's try it again. Try it again? No. Weird. Get out of here, Anne. Why are you here? Okay, okay, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up. I'll accept this on one ground. Mm. If if we find out in like two episodes that it turns out Anne has been contacted by somebody that's trying to um, take down Duncan, that there's like that knows that there's something up, and she's working with the enemy. <gasps> that's the only way I'll fucking accept this. Otherwise, she's a mole? I hope so. Otherwise, get back in your tunnel, mole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like. Uh, but I don't think they're doing that. Because no, like I don't this, think it's, they are. I, I mean, just don't think I, they have. I don't think they've learned. No, I think they're just doing it again. Like we're not gonna notice. <laughs> hey, hey, guys, hey you remember, this new like, love interest of Duncan's? And we're like, they're like, she's totally brand new. We're like, no, she's Anne. No, no, no. I mean, like, I, like this is like, I, okay, she wasn't in the last episode. Okay, mm-hmm. fine. Uh, but she was yeah the episode before that was the one where they broke up like yeah yeah yeah. there's only been one episode and now they're like i this is psychotic it's she can't live without her duncan brad i mean uh, she's never gonna do better sure but yeah Yeah, exactly i mean come on like I, oh, Duncan's a terrible person to date too. Like, like it's fact, not like, that why she's would just she awful. Be happy dating him when he had like this this breakdown. Do you know what I mean? Which is probably yeah. scary for her and everyone involved. And then like he still won't like after that he still he won't got, fess up he, and be like, for, "Hey, for what, this is what's going on with me." From what she knows, she knows that he he got a woman killed. Yeah. Um, who had, like, a psycho boyfriend that was friends with Duncan, by the way. Yeah. Um, she knows that he has some weird, sketchy past that, like, maybe he's some kind of weird military guy or something. Maybe he's a spy. He's got, like, mad fighting skills. Which yeah, he's he got weird fighting well. skills. He's, like, not got no medical records that she can find, even though she's really good at spying on people because there aren't laws against that yet. Um, yeah. And, like... I. Like there's no reason for her to want to be with him. Like right. he yeah, he's he's attractive, he's, he's rich, but like he also lives over a dojo. Like like that's I mean Also in this episode he's got that half up, half down hair thing and that is yeah, not good. Yeah. And he's got so he's not even many like trench peak coats. Duncan in this, yeah. Exactly. No, and he's been shit he's been dressing like crap like the entire time they've been dating. Yeah. So, and all of his friends are weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Like, Richie's his most normal friend. Yeah. And Richie is 18. 
scene. Yeah, exactly. It's a normal Bruce Wayne situation. Yeah, his most normal friend is practically a child. (laughs) Like, (laughs) come on. I think this says, speaks badly, even worse about Anne. Yeah, like, get out of here, Anne. (laughs) So, yeah, um, they're going to try to get back together. So now Duncan's going to go meet up with Benny and Richie at the at joe's because there's no other place that exists no nope. nope, not in Siku. Siku um, is very small and even though benny's uh said he's gonna pay um duncan's like yeah he's not gonna pay um yeah. why who's drink is benny drinking milk it looks like milk yeah like there's it's definitely milk i'm just like is he drinking something is it like a white he, russian oh maybe oh that's i gross. don't know how they present a white russian but yeah i mean the white russian is gross yeah, but I mean... Milk, is like, milk and alcohol. Gross. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. Mm. Like, best case scenario, he's drinking two glasses of milk at a bar. <laughs> like, fucking weird. <laughs> he's at that bar from uh, Cat's Brad, the milk bar. So weird. <laughs> I don't even understand. Yeah, I didn't get it. No, and of course, like... Richard uh, looks good here. He's wearing a white shirt. I mean, Yeah, but he's very smiley. His teeth are very white. He's looking yeah. tanned. He's looking healthy. I like it. You're, you love Richie. I get it. Uh, Richie looks better than Duncan here. Yeah. Just oh, that's true. Duncan that's true. looks like shit. And Duncan's got his hair half up, half down. That's unforgivable. That is worse than being all up or all down. Make yeah. up your mind, Duncan. Um, so, yeah, Benny steps away to make a phone call, um, and they bring over the check, and Richie's like, well, hey, if, hey, listen, if Benny doesn't cover this, uh, you know, hey, at least, uh, the stories were worthwhile, and then Richie leaves, leaving Duncan with a bill. Yeah. And, of course, Benny comes back, and, oh, he can't find his wallet, so, uh, yeah. wait, wait. Duncan's gonna pay for it, of course, of course. Like, that's so fucking weird. Like, people being sketchy on, like, a bill. Like, yeah, who does that? Who the fuck's doing that? Ugh, I don't know. My friend had that happen to them the other day, my work colleague. Whoa. Yeah, it was, like, their, um, their birthday. It's so shitty. It was their birthday, and they paid for, um, uh, for her and her friend to go to this, like, event thing that wasn't cheap. And so treated her friend on, even though it was their birthday. And then, like, they had a meal and drinks and stuff, and her friend was like, oh, Oh, I didn't bring any money. And it's like, oh. so she had to pay for her friend's, like, meal and everything on her birthday. That's, I, so, I still think, there's this one time that I, I think about this probably once a week and it just freaks me the <laughs> fuck out. I, um, so I, I had gone down to visit Tennessee and I was dead broke at the time. Yeah. Like, wildly crazy broke. And so, um, was meeting some friends. We were, we were going out to dinner and, like, I was like, well, I'm, I'm broke, guys. So I'm just, like, I was just gonna get, like, a drink. And, my friend's like, no, don't worry about it. I got it. Like, I, I got you. Don't worry about it. It's fine. I invited you here, so Ooh. I've got your dinner. And I was like, oh, well, if you insist, all right, whatever. Fine. Um, Don't like it, but, you know, whatever. Sure. It was a very kind gesture. Mm-hmm. So um, they got a phone call that they had to deal with, and they had to step away. And, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. And so one of my other friends um, was like, oh, well, we need to go because we need to be somewhere. And they're like... Um, where, oh, and like, so where's, where's Lindsay at? He's like, oh, she's on, she's outside on the phone. And so then I'm like, he's like, oh, well, I'll get, I'll get Lindsay. So when he picks up and I'm like, oh, fuck. So now I'm going to like, hey, John, could you, um, Lindsay was going to get mine as well. So yeah. could you pick that up and get it? Yeah, that sucks. Oh, God. I like once a week that pops into my head and I'm like, oh, I hate everything. Should have just gotten <laughs> a water because that was awkward and I hated that. 
So, uh, yeah. So this motherfucker, like, fuck him to hell. Yeah, seriously. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. He's terrible. He's an awful human. I hate Also, him. what is Duncan doing? What is he looking at? What is this thing on the table? Uh, I don't know. Like, I don't remember. It's oh, like yeah. little stacks of thing. It's like, is he looking at, like, slides? Like, it, it looks, looks like, like slides. slides. Is it poker chips? Why would they or is it is it match is it matchsticks and oh, he's match making books. like a little is he just playing with matchbooks? I I don't I think Maybe. it's actually matchsticks and he's match, making like little square towers of them because he's doing it very precisely and carefully. So I think that's oh, what he's doing. Weird. And he's got his tongue poked out while he's doing it. God, very strange. Fucking loser. <laughs> these <laughs> yeah. these motherfuckers sitting around drinking milk and making matchsticks. <laughs> he's fucking... like, look, I built a little town. Great. <laughs> like I mean. Richie is definitely the coolest person at that table. Because one of these fools is drinking two glasses of milk. <laughs> and the other one's making fucking, like, stacks of matches. <laughs> yeah. God. The Ugh. coolest one there is, like, this, like, 19-year-old <laughs> kid. Uh, and I'll, I'll hanging out it, with losers. He is, the, he is the coolest one there, Richie. Oh, Richie, by there, far. I said it. Yeah, no. by far the coolest one there. <laughs> God, that's awful. Also, like, Duncan's got, like, an, a money little clip thing, and I just think that's, I don't know, that's funny to me. I feel like it's, like, old men that have that, and drug dealers. <laughs> yeah. I guess he is an old man. Oh, yeah. this outfit Benny's wearing is so terrible. This hat. Th- it doesn't yeah. even look like a gangster hat. It looks like like a bad, like, dress-up gangster hat you'd get from, like, a costume shop, you know? Yeah. It doesn't look fit. It's just awful. Benny sucks. Benny does suck. Um, so immediately, there's some guys out there that uh, are like, Hey, I'm, we're, hey, you motherfucker, you owe us money. Like, I don't know if these are from the same... Is it the same people? I like, thought it was the guys? same. Yeah. Uh, I thought I it mean, was the same. I don't know, though. Like, I... He's the worst. He's the worst. Or maybe this uh-huh. was a setup so he can, like... Maybe this is part of the plan so they, they can get Duncan. Like, I don't know. I can't tell if this is either another group of people he owes money to or if this is part of the plan to, like, you know, scheme on Duncan. Because, like, he uses this as, like, a, hey, come to this poker game. I need your protection. Maybe. Oh, I didn't even think about that. I thought it was just them... Yeah, I... Them threatening him again because... Well, I mean, this makes sense for the same people to be threatening him again, because the whole thing is like, hey, I'm bringing you Duncan. Like, Mm. he could have just said, hey, Duncan's in there. If that's who you're looking for, go get him. True, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, so it's, I mean, it's either a separate incident or this is part of the scheme. Yeah. But these aren't the same, these aren't the same thugs from the beginning, so. No, they're not the trench coat brigade from the start. I don't like. I don't know, and I don't care. Like they have a no, boring I don't care, fight. It's Benny. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, when's when's everyone else getting back? They have a boring fight. Then Duncan's like, get in the car, and he's like, oh, one of them's getting up. Well, I'll take him out. Oh, I'll get back in the car because he's mm. doing shtick. He's awful. <laughs> I hate him. He's very yeah. bad. And the fact that this is all a lot, a lot of its ad libs just makes it worse. <laughs> Yeah, I, I thought like... for sure. I thought for sure after Duncan, like, I thought we were gonna be going to Paris because I was like, yeah! all right, Duncan's broken up. He's broken up with Anne. Like, it's time to go to Paris. You know who would have been genuinely funny playing this Benny role? Oh. John Lovitz. Oh yeah, he would have been awesome. Yeah, if you want to do comedy, like Immortal John Lovitz. Yeah. Also, I this mean... fight is ponytail versus ponytail because this guy Ugh. also has a ponytail. <laughs> Yeah, and Benny's hair situation, he's got, like, this fucking, oh, like, like long-ass, almost thing. a mullet, yeah. but, like, but also, like, clearly his, his hair is thinning, uh, you know, and it's slowly mm. working its back, way back. Yeah, yeah. 
Ugh, terrible. Now I want Immortal John Lovitz. Yeah, that would be that would be great. <sighs> so we're back. We're back in Duncan's place, and uh, Benny's like, "Hey, I'm sorry. You know, you know how it is. I owe everybody money. <laughs> I'm really fucked, but I, I'm I got I got a spot at the big game, and I'm gonna win against some high rollers." All these clothes. Is that like the clothes at the back hanging up? Is that Duncan and Anne's outfits to this thing they're going to? Oh, I guess so. It looks like dry so. cleaning or something. Yeah. So, so also Duncan has to pick up Anne's dry cleaning. Ugh. God. Like, yeah. this relationship is terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> needs to end. It needs to end now. I just hate it. Yeah. So, oh yeah, by the way. I love this big, like, armoire thing that Duncan's looking through, though. I was like, oh, oh yeah, it's, no, it's that's... furniture. It's really cool. Yeah, that is great. It is gigantic, though. Yeah. Like, how do you so reach cool. the stuff that's in the top? And they have to have a little ladder that comes out of that bottom drawer. Yes. Like, it's it's gigantic. Um, by the way, yeah, <laughs> like we didn't mention... away his laundry and it's just t-shirts. Yeah. Um, Here's we didn't my mention... red t-shirt. Here's my blue t-shirt. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't mention that Duncan and Anne have decided they're going to go to a function. Oh, yeah. It's like Anne's boring thing. We'll talk about it later. It's, it sucks. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Benny's like, hey, listen, I listen, if we do this, I can win. So I just need you to escort me to the big uh, card game. And, hey, you can play. I'll get you a seat. Mm-hmm. And Duncan's like, no, I don't want to do any of this. I want to hang out with you Anne. Saw. Like, I, Duncan doesn't like Benny. <laughs> That's... No! Like, they, are, they aren't and friends. And they've not got good chemistry at all. I no. Think these actors. We, like, it's... it's- if we if we'd had some scene where you know uh, Benny helped Duncan in some way, something to make him a redeeming character, yeah, or if you know he was at least amusing and entertaining. But the thing is, the character of Duncan <laughs> finds Benny annoying, mm-hmm. and he is annoying. <coughs> And we like Duncan, so therefore we find Benny even more annoying. Yeah, and he's not helpful, he's not useful, and we know he's plotting against Duncan. Like, I mean, Duncan's got a lot of shitty friends, but like this one, like at least with like the scrappy little Irish incel. (laughs) Oh yeah, I forgot about him. Yeah, Duncan genuinely liked him. He was a douchebag, and he fucked over Duncan, and he got him in trouble, but Duncan genuinely liked him. Yeah. Duncan, we have not seen that Duncan likes this guy at all. No. Weird. Ugh. Weird. So, so yeah. When, you know who Duncan likes? Roger Daltrey. When, he's co- when is he coming back? Yeah, seriously. Um. So, yeah, they go to the place where this game's going to be, and we gets over there to the boat, and, oh, who's there? But it's our crew. It's Sid and his it's two not David Warren. thugs, including Ooh, this mustache Warren. man. I feel like oh, we've seen mustache this mustache man. I mean, it's not like X-Files Mustache Man, but I feel like we have seen this guy a couple of yeah, times. Yeah, I feel like we have. Like, so... I like, he wasn't in the earlier scene, was he, Mustache Man? Um, yeah, I think he was. Oh, was he? Oh. So? Is that where we've seen him before? <laughs> no, because I've, I've, I've noticed him before, so I'm pretty sure... Yeah, he's in, the, he's in the first scene. The Canadian shows love their random Mustache Man extras. I mean, what if we did find out that this was Mustache Man <gasps> that we have been seeing him this whole time? I think my heart would explode from joy. I mean, it is possible. It is possible. Yeah. Or he's son of Mustache Man. Oh, that would that would be weird, because that would mean <laughs> the age is very confusing. <laughs> 
I mean, I, he, he like it literally could be our mustache man from X Files. Like it might could be, be the same guy, but oh. I feel like I I don't I don't know that it is, but I feel like I've seen this mustache man on Highlander before. So I think he's probably yeah. like a stunt guy or something. He's just like a famous mustachioed extra. And I mean, again, it's ninety five. It's the right time. This could literally yeah. be mustache man. In fact, now I feel like I may end up doing a deep dive and trying to find <laughs> out. <laughs> Oh boy, here we go. I'm gonna find out who this fucking guy is before it's all said and done. Nice. But, uh, yeah, so Duncan's like, wow, what the f- this was a setup? And immediately Benny bonks him on the head. Yeah, very lightly. Yeah. I feel like the bonking on the head is meant to be, like, cartoony as well. Like, you must imagine, like, little Tweety Birds to appear. Mm-hmm. And it's just- Sid, <sighs> Sid is like, oh my god, he looks just like him. He looks just like him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because he's him. Yeah. Weird. I just... Like, is Benny worried that, like, if Sid finds out that Duncan's an immortal, then he'd have to, like, reveal somehow how to kill an immortal, and he's worried that it's going to kill him? No. Even though he doesn't know that... I just don't... I just don't get this. He just... He just... he, He threw Duncan to him so he could get out of the predicament. I just don't know why he went through on his part of the bargain. Because if you're Benny, you know this guy's dying of cancer. You can just go away for three months until he's dead. Yeah, you're an immortal. Like, I mean, all you gotta do is slip away. And, like, yeah. you can easily slip away. Even if he's got guys watching you, I, you're an immortal. Like, sh- don't you know how to do shit? Yeah. Well, he's a also, baby immortal. where do you keep your sword? I, I, like, I need to see Benny with a sword. Oh, he doesn't have a sword. Like, has he ever taken a head in he's his like, life? He's, like, traded his sword before for, um... Ugh. For cash. Worst. Worst, And, and if he has a sword, it's not a sword. It's, like, a little stabby. Ugh. He, he's, he's got a switchblade sword. Like, like... <laughs> Richie is yeah seriously. Richie is a more competent immortal than this guy, and Richie's yeah. been an immortal for like five seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Like th- I feel because they pretty much play that this guy has just been like a small time like like schemer schemer and con man since the twenties. Yeah, like that's just lame. Yeah, do something else with your life. Yeah, you're immortal. Like, come on. So, uh, yeah, they they uh, they tie up Duncan and throw him off the edge of the boat. Is this the bit where there's the wacky music? Yeah, this is the wacky music. It's like out of a cartoon. This music. Yeah. It's like slide whistle. Yeah. And Sid. Sid tells Benny, "All right, uh, you are you're you're good with me now." Why? The whole yeah. idea is you wanted to kill the people that knew your secret for some yeah. reason. That Benny knows. Yeah, Benny still knows. Do you like obviously I think the thing to and, do and is And you only you have kill Benny's word that Duncan knew. Duncan hasn't confirmed that he knew, like Yeah. It's it, this so is stupid. This plot is dumb. It doesn't yeah. make sense. Like, yeah. I don't know what they were thinking. Like, <sighs> so next morning we're out by the water and Benny is just yelling for Duncan. <laughs> like he's going to just hear him underwater. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, please let Duncan pop up like a hippo. Yeah. And he kind of does. So I'm higher. And so again, course- when Duncan pops up, he's like smiling. So it's not like, like, he's obviously angry at Benny, but it's kind of like, oh, Benny, like you said again. And it's like, no. Yeah, they're playing this. They, again, yeah, they're playing this like Three Stooges. I don't. Yeah. I don't understand. So now, uh, 
And Benny is there with a blanket. He's like, oh, I bet you're cold. Like, now we're gonna now we're gonna go into a flashback because uh, Benny's like, <laughs> yeah. don't you know who that was? That's uh, Sid, uh, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, well, like, Duncan oh. met him for five minutes. I mean. Yeah, Dun- Yeah, I mean, he did kill him, like, you know, so yeah, I guess that's something, but... And we go from Duncan's eye into a trombone. Yeah. Now we here we are in 1938. I'm loving, in this club, the Coconut Lounge, I think it's called, mm-hmm. this, like, tiki aesthetic. <laughs> I love it so much. Yeah. So, all right, let's look at the timeline. Okay. 1938. I had to consult the other website to uh, confirm this. But, so, it, there's a lot of shit happening in 1938. Mm. So, first of all, two years before this, um, Amanda was doing the uh, cabaret in Berlin. Nice. So, and Duncan did a Casablanca. Yep. And Amanda um, gets away with the plates. So, um, but the same year, 1938, mm. um, is when Duncan is then in the Soviet Union and um, uh, Voshin uh, sold him out to the KBG, KGB. Wow. Um, so then then there's this episode. We have this flashback. But yeah. then later this same year, 1938, um, Duncan um, is taking, is uh, gets his photo taken um, by that woman in uh, the studies oh, for yeah, studies yeah. and lights. Are that, yeah. 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 yeah, I remember. So wow. Yeah. All that, all that 1938. Right. Busy so, year, Duncan. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, so we are in the Coconut Lounge in Seacouver. In Seacouver, yeah. And, uh... You know. Yeah, of course. Seacouver, uh, the Vegas of the North. <laughs> and, uh, Benny walks in and Duncan feels a buzz and this is the first time they're meeting. This is a sinister buzz from Benny, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, it's a like... weirdly sinister buzz for, like, the little like baby, the standard... baby immortal. I feel like it's the standard buzz now, though. I think mm, the, maybe, the buzz yeah. has become more sinister lately. I don't like that. I like it when they all have different buzzes. Yeah. I feel like he- Benny should be like... Oi. Um, so yeah. Or it should just be like, eh, eh, because <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. Womp, 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 Which, by the way, my nephew has started doing that, so if anything, like, happens, like, you go to the fridge and you're like, oh, I fancy some chocolate, and it's like, we haven't got any chocolate. My nephew will sit there and go, womp, 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 <laughs> and it's great. Amazing. <laughs> So, uh, Benny comes over to Dung and is like, hey, uh, you know, you're, you're looking for me? And Dung is like, no, I'm not. I don't, no, I don't have time for this shit. Go away. I got, I got shit to deal with and you look like a loser. Yeah. And he's like, ah, oh, thanks. Well, uh, mind if I join you for a drink? And of course, uh, he's freeloading and putting it on Duncan's tab. Yeah. Great. Because they won't serve him because he's a douchebag that doesn't pay his bills. Like, why is this motherfucker an immortal? Like, Yeah. This guy, like, some people, this guy does not deserve it. He should have lost his head by now. Yeah, how has no one killed this guy? Like, it's like, how, I mean, at this point, he's only been an immortal for, what, like, 15 years, so. Yeah. Maybe he just hasn't come across anybody at the right time yet. In Seacouver? I, yeah, I know, I know. It's the 30s, though, so maybe they're not all gathering yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I don't know. But, like, I how is he still alive in 1995? No one has killed him since yet? Yeah, I mean, seriously. That's crazy. That, like, little kid? Little yeah, old man little, eyes kid? Oh, my God. Little old man could, like, <laughs> take him out without even pulling a scam. Mm-hmm. Like, they would tr- be trying to scam each other. And yeah, the kid great. would just be like, nah, fuck this. Chop. 
and here's my old man eyes. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the lounge singer, uh, Peggy, steps up and Foxy. is like, hey, what is up? Mm, Foxy lady. All eyes are on her because, yeah, yeah, of course they are. Yeah. She looks amazing. Yeah, she does. Like, how are they going to try to bring back an Anne romance plot with this woman in this episode? <laughs> Peggy. I'm like, I'm Seriously. sorry. Like, come on. I like as well That's... that she hasn't got, like, the long hair, like the kind mm-hmm. of Jessica Rabbit look. I feel like you often have that with this kind of role. She's got, like, this short... I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, the long hair. Yeah. Over, like, the Veronica Lake look. Yeah. I like this look. And, like, with the flower in her hair, I just feel like it's different to how you usually see this kind of role. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. She's foxy there. Definitely. Definitely. So, uh, yeah. And obviously, clearly, like, we, um, Benny tells Duncan, I'm like, oh yeah, the guy that runs this place, uh, that's his girl, and, uh, his brother is the brains of the operation, though. He's the books guy, and we keep looking mm. over to him, and, like, cl- like, you can see this plot coming from a mile oh, away. A thousand miles away. Cause, like, you can yeah. see it from space. Yeah, bro- Sid, the brother, is, is, is doing the books, is, like, clearly just, like, eyeballing Peggy. Yeah. And clearly, Sid's brother is, like, just, you know, flirting with, like, a waitress. Joe. Joe? Joe. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, like, yeah, uh, yeah, obviously. Obviously, the loser brother is in love with the singer. But who's actually his- the brain. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so clearly he's gonna, like, you know, somehow... At this point, I was thinking, well, maybe maybe somehow, like, she ends up getting killed or something. I don't know. Yeah. But, you know, but it makes... But definitely he kills his brother. He's definitely killing his brother before this episode's over. Yeah. Spoilers, listeners, he does. Yeah, of course he does. Of course he does. So, uh, Duncan is like, all right, well, I'm gonna go dance with her. Well, because she's kind of eyeballing her guy, Joe. I think he's, I'm sure his name's Joe. Like, sure. flirting with this waitress. And then she's, like, eyeballing Duncan. So Duncan absolutely knows that she's not really interested yeah. in him. That this is to make the boyfriend jealous. Yeah. And he's like, well, and she's a foxy lady. I'm going to go and dance with her. I mean, I get it. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Sure. And, and you know you can't die, so... Yeah. So why not? Have some fun. Yeah. yeah. Live your life. Uh, yeah, and so eventually Live Duncan's like, so... a quarter mile at a time, Brad. Always. So eventually Duncan's <laughs> like, hey, uh, so is he is he jealous yet? She's like, what are you talking about? Um, your boyfriend? He's like, mm. And eventually, um, fucking, uh, what's, uh, what's the mob? Sid. Yeah, Sid goes over to his brother and is like, hey, 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 brother, brother, uh, your girlfriend is dancing with a guy. <laughs> I've Shut noticed, up. even if you haven't. I know because I've been watching her because I'm a creep. Uh, <laughs> and he goes and, you know, tells Duncan to get out of his club. And yeah, there's a whole thing. It's a bunch of douchebag dude shit. Yeah. That, what do you think of the dancing, Duncan and Peggy? Fine, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it was fine. I was like, yeah. yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. I do like the fact that Joey's like, um, when, when Sid comes over, he's like, he's like, hey, look, look what's happening on the dance floor. And Joey's like, um, I don't care what some floozy's doing on the dance floor. Like, I, who cares? <laughs> like, you see I'm yeah. busy right now? I'm trying to fuck a waitress over here. <laughs> Go away. It's like, it's not a floozy, it's Peggy. <laughs> like, I love the idea that he thinks his brother is, like, trying to get him to, to like, look at what somebody's doing on a dance floor. As, he's like, look uh, at like, the moves. <laughs> <laughs> how often does that happen? Yeah. Like, go away, you little nerd. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. But yeah, there's a big douchebag, con- you know, confrontation. And so Duncan's going to leave. Fine. Duncan does kiss her on the hand, though. Yeah. 
done his job. So yep. now we come back and uh, Duncan's getting ready for uh, his, his big date with his Ugh. new girlfriend and <sighs> he's got flowers. Those two crazy he's, kids. Uh, oh god, I hate this so much. Uh, Benny's there to apologize. Richie's like, come on, give him a chance, Duncan. Let him up. He's, he's sorry. He's real sorry. Duncan's like, no, he's, he's a liar. He's full yeah. shit. Got me killed. <laughs> and uh, Benny's like, hey, it's not a big deal. He'll be dead in three months. You just gotta lay low. Well, why doesn't he just lay low? Yeah, all of you just lay low. <laughs> like, everybody, lay low. Three months. Go Apart to Paris. Richie, you don't need to lay low. Yeah, Richie, you can do whatever you want. Like I will say, Duncan, with his hair properly up, in this mm-hmm. suit, he looks alright. Yeah. Not amazing. He looks fine. Yeah. Oh, flashback Duncan, low beef. Didn't think yeah. he was attractive. I, I, Duncan put on a tie, though. Come on. Yeah, he needs to put on a tie. The flashback Duncan, I don't like the hair slicked back, because it's like he's got a ponytail without having a ponytail, and uh-huh. he's got a tash, and I don't like that either, so. Oh, I like that mustache. It's fun. It's fun. Also, when they go to this benefit, it looks like it's on a rooftop. Is this the same rooftop that Gargoyle Man had his benefit? Oh, this is is everyone's favorite (laughs) Seacouver benefit shop. looks like it. Yeah. I wanted it to pat over and there's a little gargoyle and its eyes go real and it's like, Amazing. I'm still here. <laughs> I wonder, um, I don't know. I like we're, we're near a pool and I'm like wondering, is this the same place where they shot the, the house that was made of glass? Oh, I don't know. Because I, there's, there's, I, I, like, it's hard to tell, but I think, like, this whole place could be that same location. Probably. Like, they must have filmed so much here. Like, I know yeah. there's, um, there's a, there's a big house that I'm anticipating will appear at some point in Highlander, because I've seen it in, like, three or four different shows. Some with the, some actors in, all, like, filmed in, uh, like, Vancouver, so... They just use the same sets over and over. Uh, so, yeah, Anne and Duncan are together. Anne looks fine. What's Anne wearing? I don't even remember. Just a dress. It's fine. It's fine. Mm. I mean, as, as far as Anne outfits go, I, it's definitely up there. <sighs> it's got sequins, though. I mean, yeah. Duncan looks but... fine, but he needs a tie. Yeah, he definitely needs a tie. Yeah. Anne looks okay, yeah. but she's Anne, so... like <laughs> She's still Anne. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm just. I just fast forwarded, and we see the aftermath of an Anne Duncan sex scene, and it's just. No, no, no we're not there yet, Claire. I know, but I just accidentally. We'll went get forward there. And I was like, don't try to get there too early. Like, don't okay. rush don't to it. I don't want to get there. Don't Brad, please stop trying to rush to the sex scene <laughs> with Anne. But it's my favorite bit. Ugh. Okay, go. So for yeah, it. they're dancing around like lunatics. Yes! And, I thought he like, was going to fling her off the roof. Yeah, it's like absolutely psychotic. Um, <laughs> like, it's so weird. And yeah. and who's there? Why, it's old Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> old Lady Peggy. Old Lady Peggy recognizes Duncan and is like, what? Huh? <laughs> I remember him. No, no, no nice way. Dance. No way would you recognize him. No, no way. First of all, you got old eyes. So, like, your eyesight's <laughs> not even that good. I'm not buying yeah, it. This was 50 years ago. Yeah. Also, I do need to say, Peggy, you still look great for your age. Oh, yeah, she does. I mean, like, that does not look... She's, like, two foot shorter, but, yeah, she yeah, looks great this for is, her This age. does not look like a 70-year-old woman. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Wait, how old is... How... How old is this actress? I don't know. Um, let's see. Hold on. Stella Stevens was born in 1938. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't think she's going to be playing somebody that was like 20. Yeah. 20. She's playing somebody that's 20 years older than she actually is. Gosh. Ouch. 
But hush, yeah, right? hush. truly. Uh, but like I, the fact, like she recognizes Duncan, and then there, then Sid is like, "It's him! <laughs> I just killed him! <laughs> Where's he here? I got told he knows my secret. I have no proof, but someone said that he knows my secret, so I killed him, but not the person who actually knows my secret." Yeah, I it's <laughs> I I love the close up though on Sid. He's just like yeah. Mm. <laughs> Those like crazy eyebrows. That's his George C. Scott moment. Yeah, definitely. Also, the guy who is the mustachioed old ma- old man guy who recognizes Peggy. Mm-hmm. Um, I I definitely recognize him from a lot of things, but I had a look on his IMDb, and the only thing that stands out was he was in the I think it was the episode of X Files. You know, with the the <laughs> the, the rapist elderly ghosts. Ugh. The ghost rapists. Yeah. <laughs> it was that one. <laughs> yeah, he was in that. Of course. Of course. Yeah, and seeing him now, he's definitely not X-Files mustache man. Um, no, no, no. Just for the record. But, uh, no, this is old man mustache man who recognizes me. Oh. Peggy. This is a different mustache oh, man. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Different mustache man. Yeah. This is a lot of mustache men. Well. <sighs> whatever. So, yeah. There's that. He recognizes him. Peggy recognizes him. They stare at each other. It's crazy. End of scene. Yeah. So, uh... <laughs> Cut to uh, later, and he's like, I thought I killed that motherfucker. <laughs> and they're like, Gotta- he drowned. And he's like, there must have been a diver in the water. Like, so he's like, all right, well, uh, fucking that Benny asshole, he's part of this. So you know what? We're going to kill them both now. Yeah, kill Benny. Yeah, definitely kill Benny. He's like, the one to, like, he's honestly, the one you want to kill. What should have happened is he should have thrown Duncan in the water and then shot. And then Benny's like, hey, listen, I- I'm glad we made a deal. And then he shoots Benny. Done. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's how this should have happened. Yeah. I mean, they're both going to live because they're immortal. But, you know, again, lay low for three months. I would just like to see Benny be shot. Yeah. So uh, that's the plan. Now we're going to cut to Claire's favorite scene. No. Yeah, you love it. You love Anne and Duncan fucking. It's just, it's just like, oh, it's so horrible. And it's like, this is why I think she like, I'm wishing and hoping, but I know she's not going to be like a a spy because she's like, you don't have a, you don't have a single mark. You don't have, you don't have any scars. No. But she's really good at not pressing, Brad. She says that. Oh my God. She's like, you, you don't have, oh, I don't. No, 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 no vaccination no scars. Records. Like yeah. no inoculation marks. Nothing. Not a single scar. Like I. First of all, scar, like scars. Like I don't know. Like I've got a couple of visible scars that you really have to look for. But like mm-hmm. I, I don't know that everybody's got scars. No. Like, like, like I, I think a lot of people don't have scars. Like no, exactly. Or at least if they do, you really gotta know to look for it. But yeah. I, so I don't think that's particularly weird. I don't know why she's making this such a thing. Except that obviously she's, he's immortal and she's, she's trying to figure it out. Yeah, like it's dumb. It's just dumb. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they'd go through this whole thing of like, hey, listen, I said I'm not gonna press. Like you tell me things when you're ready. Yeah, but hey, tell but, me about this. I mean, also, right now, but like, yeah, oh, you guys so should that- stay broken up because he's clearly not interested in telling you shit. That's why you broke up. And it's a good reason to break up with somebody. Oh, I hate her so much, Brad. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that happened. <laughs> that happened. So that happened. <laughs> they had uh. sex. Let's move on. Oh, so now we're, we're going back to the flashback. Mm-hmm. To the Coconut Lounge. So yeah, as uh, Duncan's getting kicked out, and young Sal is like, Hey, by the way, I'm just the messenger guy, but Peggy said she wants to meet you after clothes tonight. 
He's like, I don't know how. All right, Young whatever. Sal? Yeah. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because he's not old yet. <laughs> you mean Sid. Oh, Sid. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? I, these, I, who's Sal? I don't know. There is a Sal. I just don't know who it is. I was looking at IMDb. Um, uh. Yeah, Sid. So yeah, young Sid is like, hey, yeah, come back after it's after I it's like closed. what I was like, young Sal, and you're like, yeah, he's well, not I'm looking, old yet. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, yeah, I, I forgot that, that his name's Sal. Sid and not like, Sal. Because I'm just looking at IMDb and I see Sal. And, uh, I don't know Because there's some is. character named Sal, named played by Arulio D'Annunzio. So, Maybe. you know, whom we all know from Look Who's Talking and Alive. Ooh. And okay. Runaway Christmas Bride. Oh. And oh, Supernatural. Right. <gasps> where he played the Detective Sutton. The rest. Well, he played Detective Sutton in 2012. Uh, that is one of the seasons that doesn't exist, I believe. Well, what about when he played Antonio in the X-Files episode Anazazi? Or when I he played Detective in the episode Synchrony? I don't remember that one either. Oh, you love you love Synchrony. <laughs> um, a mysterious old man is killing scientists working on the development of a cryobiological compound. He freezes them to death with the same compound that doesn't even exist yet. Oh, I do remember that stupid episode. Good for you. I don't. <laughs> oh, vaguely. Mm. Yeah, because he's like, hey, I'm an old man. I'm... I'm you from the future. Oh, yeah. I'm going to freeze people. <laughs> like that kind of thing. God, fuck that show. <laughs> so, yeah, um, back at the club, yeah, Joey is, he's, he's back in the dressing room with Peggy. Um, and she's like, hey, you listen, I didn't mean to make you jealous. Uh, let's fuck. And all of a sudden, here here comes Sid. And he's like, hey, brother, Brad, I can't brother, need I need to talk to you. He's like, not right now. I'm trying to fuck somebody again. Could you stop doing this? You fucking weird boner oh, killer. Oh, you went silent for all of that whole thing. Claire, did I lose you? Oh, no. I'm gonna make sure my backup recording is going, just in case, and it is. And I'm gonna hang up, and I'm calling you back. Hey! Yo, okay. Yeah, you went silent for about 30 seconds. Alright. And, and then All right. it came back and you were going... Okay, so, yeah, so, uh, um, Joey is back in the dressing room with Peggy, and they're about to fuck, and all of a sudden, who should come in? Oh, it's Sid, and he's like, hey, brother, there's someone that wants to talk to you. It's my And Joey's like, could you stop being a boner killer? I'm trying to fuck somebody again. God, every goddamn time. Every time, dude. Like, brother, get out of here, brother, please. I wish he talked to someone here to see you. <laughs> um, but he's like, yeah, um, it's McLeod. He's back. He said he's waiting for Peggy. He's like, yeah. motherfucker. So he's going to go confront him. Oh, such a Duncan's just sitting at a table like a weirdo. Making <laughs> making things with matchsticks. Probably. You're a nerd. Ugh. Um, and yeah, so they have a little chat and uh, it's getting heated. And oh, what's what's going to happen now? Um, Brad, it's exactly what you predicted. Oh, do we actually see it at this point? Or I is think that so. Later? I think little creeper oh, yeah, yeah. Sid comes it up behind here. and is like, bang, bang, yeah. bang. Sid's like, hey, McLeod, bang, bang, I shot you with my gun. <laughs> and then he's like, hey, brother, bang, 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 I shot you, I shot you, shot you with my gun. <laughs> now I'm the big, now, who's the man now, dog? <laughs> 
Hey. So, uh, so now uh, he's he's like, oh, he goes back to the dressing room. He's like, hey, Peggy, Peggy. Oh, it's so terrible. She's like, I heard shots. Yeah, they killed each other. <laughs> they, they both killed each other at the same time. It's so terrible. But don't worry, I'm here for you. And I'm, I'm, I'm here, here for you. you. I'll take care of you, baby. Ooh. Don't worry. Sid's gonna Ooh. take care of everything. I'm in charge now. <laughs> yeah. He sounds like Kermit when you're doing it, Brad, and it's freaking me out. I don't like it. No, don't worry. I'm gonna take care of everything. <laughs> oh, no. It's so sad. Fozzie and Gonzo, they, they killed each other. <laughs> Hey, Miss Piggy. I'll, <laughs> I'll take care of you now, Camilla. <laughs> oh, no, Kermit and Camilla. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> no. That's just wrong. So weird. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's 1938, so, uh, you know, uh, what's she going to do? <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's like, oh, well, guess I'm marrying you now. I guess, yeah. Um, so, um, meanwhile... Duncan and Anne have gotten dressed, oh, at God. least. I mean, oh, why did we have they, to go back to them? I they both look like crap. I I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> like these rig outs are terrible. I'm like, is she wearing like is she wearing one of his outfits? Like, uh, yeah, I think she is. I think she's wearing one of his shirts or something. Uh, yeah, his shirt and his oh, jacket. Also, can I say, maybe? young I Peggy's know. acting when she finds out that the guy is dead was not good. Yeah, her crying was like. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, she's a little, she's a lot, she's a lot, but you know, I'll say nothing against her. Um, and yeah, Duncan and Anne, they're like, all right, well, what a great night of fucking. I'm so glad we're in a happy relationship, but I'm not pushing. She's wearing his shirt, yeah, with a little rose, he puts a rose in the, the pocket or whatever. Yeah, and she's like, I'm not pushing, though, but you could at least tell me something about you. Like, where are you from? I'm, what do I... Listen, I know he's being a creepy weirdo, but, mm-hmm. like, he won't tell her where he's, she's from. He's like, well, my family is from Scotland. Motherfucker, you could Why just say I was born in Scotland. Story? Yeah. Yeah, just say I was born in Scotland. Why Done. don't you have a cover story? Like, a basic cover story. This yeah. is insane. Like, Connor had, like, a fucking series of identities. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it pisses me off because Anne is the worst, but but like Duncan is not giving her anything. And no, like yeah, he's being so fucking awful. Uh-huh. And like, I mean, she's awful for going along for like accepting this and going along with it. Yeah, like I mean, like there is no way that fucking McLeod Dick is this magical. No. Like I, no I, I li- listen. I just I can't believe it. I Does cannot it taste believe of, it. Um, Pepsi, uh, Pepsi Max, Cherry, uh, Matt's been taste no sugar. No, then it's Ugh. not that magical. Sorry. I don't like that. Would that would be that would be weird. That that <laughs> you would want to get checked. That's like four hundred years of like weird STDs. <laughs> Yum, Why yum, does yum, your yum, dick yum, taste yum. like Pepsi Max? Pepsi cherry? Max Cherry Maximum taste no sugar. <laughs> Like, um, nom, 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 nom. <laughs> why does your dick taste carbonated? <laughs> why is your dick fizzy? What's happening? <laughs> you might want to get that checked out. I am a doctor. <laughs> hmm, that's oh. that's gonna lead to some some terrible infections. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, um, so they're on their way to probably get breakfast because that's what they do, <laughs> like every uh-huh. five minutes. Yeah, and some uh, creepy gangster comes in and is like, yeah. "Are you Duncan McLeod?" Of the Clan McLeod. <laughs> yes. And uh, Duncan like kicks him and pushes him out of the way. As he kicks him, he should yell, "Of the Clan McLeod." Yeah, that I do been like amazing. that. He- it's a pretty good move that he's able to shove Anne out of the way while kicking the gun out of the guy's hand. Yeah. But later on, though, skipping head, Brad, when he's like, he's like angry about it. And I think it was Benny's like, yeah, but you couldn't, they couldn't kill you. You weren't in any danger. And he's like, yeah, but Anne was. And I was like, I know. Why didn't she die? Yeah, seriously. And like, then he's like, yeah, sorry about that. I just, I don't what. <sighs> and Duncan's like, how does this always happen with you? And I'm like, why are you friends? No. They're not friends. I mean, Benny thinks they're friends. And, like, I understand that there's, you know, especially if you're immortals, you probably run into people and you just know them. Like, maybe you aren't friends, but you just know them and maybe you do talk for a minute. But Benny really believes they are friends. Yeah, that's sad. there, There needs to be something there. Well, have they met? They must have met up then, like... I mean, it's because we don't see them meeting up apart from that initial meeting. Yeah. I guess, so, yeah. I mean, ugh, terrible. So Duncan's like, all right, well, I'm just going to go fucking confront this guy because I'm sick of this shit. Yeah. So he goes to his house. Yeah. And, uh... Which, for a second, I thought this was Joe's house. And I was like, yay, Joe. And I was like, oh. Ugh, I wish. But, uh, yeah, he goes and he talks to Peggy and, uh... Peggy's like, wow, you look just like uh, some. You look just like somebody. My grandfather. Yeah, sure, sure. Duncan McLeod. Yeah. I'm sorry. He doesn't. He's, it's not. A, he doesn't even say. People just keep a- assuming he's the grandson of Duncan mm-hmm. McLeod. No, he just goes Duncan McLeod. Um, Brad, what is this painting in the background when they're talking standing on the chandelier? Oh yeah, the, like the reds. Like a, a ketchup swirl. <laughs> yeah. Eh, it's fine. It's fine. I mean, which people have no taste. I, it's fine in the space. It's just, why would you have it? Mm. But he's chatting to Peggy. Yeah. She's, she's talking still about, foxy. She, she, I mean, again, for like someone that is like nearing 80 years old. Yeah. Like she looks great. Yeah. But yeah, but she's like, I, I still think of myself as I was then so much taller. <laughs> Three foot taller. Uh, and well, so everyone like, uh, does, don't they? They think of themselves when they were younger. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Um, so, uh, yeah, they chat, and she's like, I used to be beautiful. Like, I, like imagine just telling this to some random person. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a weird, like, this is hey, the grandson. Hey, I danced with your granddad once. Yeah. I used to be beautiful. Yeah. And I don't know about this, like, weird, like, outfit she's wearing. I mean, I know she's just lounging around her house yeah, and all, but good. it's just this, like, I don't know. It looks like a cult outfit. It's because it's just this, <laughs> like, like weird blue rig out. Yeah. Goes nice with her hair color. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Just weird old lady clothes, I guess. But I don't know. I don't know. She's like, well, listen, uh, just tell me where your husband is. And she's like, she's doing this whole thing about like, oh, well, he's, you know, when he was like a gang, he was a gangster that, that it took him decades to finally, to finally clean up and go straight. And uh, now he's acting like a gangster again. But, like, the whole thing in the flashback was that they were, like, bootleggers, like, you know, during, you know, Prohibition times. Yeah. And they had, like, an illegal operation. And then after Prohibition, like, they were able to go legit. So it's like, they've been legit 
forever. I mean, theor- like, uh, theor- I mean, he, obviously he still seems mobbed up, but that's only because he's going after people that know about him killing his brother. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like, seemingly he has always been a legit businessman because yeah. he was he was the books guy. Yeah. Like, yeah, and this is since what they pro- sort of say all along. So I yeah. don't get it where it's like, oh, now he's acting like... It's like, no, he's not... Because he was- for a bit, I I wondered if for some reason, when he killed Joe, he was going to pretend to be Joe for some reason. Mm. Obviously not to her, because she would know. Right. But for some, like, reason to keep the business going, and then he becomes, like, a gang... You know what I mean? Like, something yeah. like that. But and, so and, this makes also, no sense. They're going under different names now. Yeah, he's signed... Which I, can't remember I don't understand that because I thought the idea was he was he was gonna take over his brother's you know yeah. place and like because it's a it's a legit not mob you know place yeah now since the 30s like I it's and they keep acting like he's a gangster and he's been like he's been like in crime all these years and I'm like but we know we don't know any of that that doesn't make mm. sense mm. so whatever um at this point uh the goons grab Benny and they're and it's like hey don't kill me and they shoot him cool great great rips i wish he was dead but he's not um and then duncan's like hey cut that out <laughs> Stop it. hey you cut that out <laughs> and uh there's he's like ah, i'm gonna shoot you now he sends his thugs to like you know hit him and duncan yeah. like knocks them down like they're nothing like, I, this is why I also don't think he's been mobbed up. Because his, like, goons... Like, they're terrible. Like, they take a shove and they're down for the count. <laughs> <laughs> they stay down. Yeah. They don't get back up. They got pushed over, like... And there is, like, ten minutes and they're just staying on the ground. <laughs> they're like, oh, no. They're like uh, <laughs> professional footballers. I mean, it's ridiculous. Sorry, Brad. Soccer players. Yeah, I don't even, I, none of that makes any sense to me. I don't know what any of that <laughs> shit's talking about. Yeah. Um. And so, uh, Duncan's like, hey, so... And he basically gets him talking and he gets him to admit that he killed his brother. Um. But he doesn't know that Peggy's there and listening and she hears the mm. whole thing. Yeah. I like how so. creepy this club looks with all the cobwebs and stuff when they shoot Benny. Yeah, because they're back in the actual coconut lounge. Yeah. I just sent you, I just uh, was fast forwarding and rewinding mm-hmm. and I got an awesome uh, screenshot, so I've just sent it to you in <laughs> Facebook, Brad. Enjoy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Um, yeah, and then, again, this actress who plays Peggy, she's not great because she, like, goes up to Sid and she's just kind of, like, gently beating his chest like, oh, you killed him. Ah. And I was like, oh, it's just, she's not a good actress. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so he's about to shoot Duncan, and Peggy shoots him. Yeah, shoots Sid. Yeah, shoots Sid. And then she says to Duncan, what happens now? And I was like, well... Well, she, well, first she, like, can... Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. So she, like, confronts him, and she's like, all these years, like, I, 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 like, Joey's been gone, he was the best thing that ever happened to me, like, and I've been stuck with, (laughs) I've been stuck with you, but, like, first of all, Joey sucked, like, no doubt Sid is crap, like, he Uh killed his brother, he's a, he's a loser, he's a nerd, he wouldn't let his brother fuck, (laughs) Um, (laughs) but, I mean, like, Joey was a piece of crap, too, so. You dance with Duncan to make Joey jealous. Yeah, like. I don't know, like, Peggy, you could have done so much better. Seriously. But, whatever. You should have gone Sid's off with dead. Duncan. Yeah. But yeah, then we wouldn't but... have got Tessa and that would have been sad. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, so she's like, yeah, what's, what do we, what, what, what do we do now? 
So uh -huh. what happens now? He's like, I'll drive you home, I guess. I don't, I don't figure it out, bitch. <laughs> it's not my problem. Yeah. It's like, you just murdered somebody. I don't know. Do what you want. <laughs> your, your husband's rich. Like, you're fine. Like, you're, you'll be dead soon. Nobody cares. <laughs> just yeah. keep your head down. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> head down, chin up. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So he's dead. And then oh, we've got one more Benny scene, obviously, because yeah, he's so terrible. Duncan is like listening to a record of Peggy from back in the day. Yeah, that was sweet. And uh, so uh, Benny's like, "Hey, well, she's single now," and Duncan's like, "Yeah, I think she's a little old now for me." <laughs> Which I'm like, mm, "I don't know about that, Duncan. Judging." Um, yeah, exactly. I mean, you're a little old for her. Uh, Duncan's got a little fancy new clip in his hair. Yeah, like a little um, eye. And uh, basically, Benny's at begging for money, so... Yeah. But don't worry, Duncan Duncan got him a ticket to Chicago. Oh, right, okay. On the bus. Don't be such a snob, Benny. Do you know what? I've done, the, I've done that trip on the Greyhound, and yeah, it sucks. But, you know, get a Walkman, I, just listen to the music. Man, I, I, I don't know. Like, listen, I did Cincinnati to Orlando, and it was brutal. Um, I did Orlando to New York. That's that's crazy. Yeah, and I did um, my, across Australia. Mine, mine, mine got had weird delays, and it took like two or three days or something. It was insane. I got um, a an old man. I woke up at one point. I was on the aisle seat, and an old man was unzipping his pants, wanting me to give him oh. a blowjob. And I I got rescued by three <laughs> three Jamaicans. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Who basically grabbed the old man and were like, come on, granddad, and put him at the back of the bus. <laughs> nice. And then, nice. like, protected me and my friend for the rest of the trip. It was great. Nice. Um, but I, I will say, like, uh, I don't know, like, I, like, w like, West Coast to Chicago is a long fucking bus ride. True. Um, and he's like, but what am I going to do for food? And Duncan hands him a roll of quarters. Yeah. Which I'm like, yeah, you know what? Roll of quarters. Yeah, do you know what? If you don't eat, you're not going to die. Yeah. yeah, you'll be hungry. Truth. Also, like, so you have no money. You have like zero dollars to your name. Mm. Like, you're a guy that's scheming and scamming and you're an immortal. Like, yeah. you, you've got to have like 50 bucks at least. Come on. Yeah, there's no excuse. Like, you've probably got something you can sell. Like, sell some of those ugly ties. Yeah. I want to know what this giant book is that's on Duncan's, like, table with the record player. And then he's got, like, these weird little three, like, I don't know if they're candle holders, like, little bowls made out of pebbles. Have you seen those? Uh, it's, like, right at the very end where he sits down with the rose. He's got this giant book there. just lying around that looks like maybe oh, yeah. a dictionary or, an, I don't know. And then he's yeah. got like, these weird little... Yeah, these little rock bowls. Yeah. And also ah. his bookcase in the background, all the books are like red or black. Yeah, I don't. You know I don't, how I feel about bookcases where it doesn't look like people have act like they just displayed them because they yeah, have no intention. Yeah, books is them. decorations as opposed no. to owning books. Like you're a, you're a monster if yeah, you agreed. Like if you're buying decorative books. Yeah. Like there's so many books. Like even like I, I don't know who you are that you can't find if you if you want to decorate your place with books as you should I don't trust people that don't have books in their home mm -hmm. um but like if you can't find books that you're interested in to to decorate with I what's wrong with you like. Mm -hmm. I, Weird. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I don't like it. People mm -hmm. who like color coordinate their books, I don't get psychotic. that. Psychotic. It's psychotic. I don't get it. Because that I'd means... rather you had your books in like chronological order of when you bought them, then yeah. you color coordinate them. 
Yeah, absolutely. If you alphabetize them, fine. Yeah. Like, I'd rather anything. If you color coordinate them, it's because Mm-mm. they're just there for show. Absolutely. And you're probably in a bookstore looking around going, oh, I haven't got enough purple books. I need a book with a purple spine. I don't give a give a shit like what's actually in it. Ugh, monster. I mean, I do, I do have like a weird section of seemingly almost all red books on my bookshelf. Mm-hmm. But that's just because it's generally like leftist and communist history and they just yeah. tend to be red. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All good. I've got like a lot of like books about nature and stuff and they all tend to be green. So, you know. It happens. But yeah. like this bullshit, get out of here. Yeah, get out of exactly. here, fools. And then Duncan sits down and like fondles a rose. Uh, and I was like, is this rose meant to be him thinking about Peggy or is it about Anne? He put a rose in her buttonhole earlier. Pro- he's probably I mean, thinking. And ab- that's not, that is a euphemism and it's not a euphemism. Because oh, <laughs> he did put a about, rose in her buttonhole. He's probably thinking about how much he would have preferred to, to be with uh, Peggy uh, wow. than Anne. Ugh. Because Anne sucks. I just want her to leave. Like, so we're going to have to have another breakup episode at some point, right? <laughs> yeah. And like, she just dies. Like, what was all that shit, like, about, like, the writers realized they made a mistake? Like, who, did they, they not- they decided to do it again. Did the person that wrote this episode, did they not get the memo? <laughs> were they like, oh, guys, you broke them up. They're supposed to be together. Oh, I'll fix it. Don't worry. <laughs> Maybe this was like, I mean, it didn't air out of order or anything. Maybe it was written yeah. and then they were like, oh, I don't even know. Because oh, it's just I, like, I can't understand. I, I, I don't know what they're thinking. Like, yeah. this episode was mediocre, but the Anne stuff really takes it down. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like that. It's shocking to me yeah not a good episode no so should we see what tammy thought yes yes (laughs) is that what you were gonna ask me i was (laughs) so claire what did tammy think uh let me tell you so according tammy says according to dusty reviews hmm? no go ahead go ahead Oh, according to Dusty Reviews, this was one of the worst eps of the season. And to mm. that I say, bullshit, Tammy. I mean, really? it's not good, but I don't think it's the worst of the season. Mm, true. Yeah, there's, there's way worse ones. Uh, and then Tammy said, same with Adrian Paul. But like, I didn't think it was the worst we've seen this season at all. Except for all the Anne bullshit. Get the fuck out of here, Anne. And take yeah. your stupid rose lapel with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it would have been better if they just leaned into the comedy of it and let Duncan play the straight man to Benny's over-the-top wise guy. That scene yeah. of Duncan coming out of the water after drowning all night was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. I don't know. It was okay. Uh, it was okay, it was but fine. Benny, yeah. like, it, it would have been, again, if it was anybody but Benny, or somebody that was competent at being yeah. funny. And then Dusty You know what? Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, let me say this. Do you know who would have actually been good in this part? Oh, what, is Benny? Yeah. John Lovitz? Jim Belushi. Oh yeah, yeah. This is this is the one part that Jim Belushi <laughs> would have been one, good we in. We found it. The one we role. found the one part Jim Belushi should have had. Yeah. Wow. I never thought we'd find it. Well, we did it, guys. We did it. Congratulations. <laughs> so, Dusty Reviews also says Duncan getting killed is just not funny. I I disagree with that, Dusty. It can be funny. Yeah, I know. I'm okay with Duncan getting killed. They did a comedic episode of Supernatural, which was just one character being killed over and over again. It was hilarious. Um, Peggy spending 50 years with the murderer only to realise the truth as the episode ends. Not funny. And nearly being shot. Not funny. Okay, but (laughs) none of these were supposed to be funny things. (laughs) No. Also, Tammy put, and I beg to differ. Well, except for (laughs) Peggy. That was sad. But Duncan getting drowned. Hilarious. And almost being shot. More of that, please. Yeah, definitely. 
Uh, but yeah, none of it was meant to be fun. Like, yeah, I, those weren't funny things. I don't, I don't think they were supposed no, to be funny I don't. things. Like, the things that are supposed to be funny is like Benny and Duncan's reactions to Benny. Yeah, yeah. And then Tammy says, "What was on Duncan's face in those flashbacks?" And I assume this was right before the studies of light app. Oh, and the heat between Duncan and Peggy in those dance scenes. Did you see that, Anne? This is called chemistry. Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. was Anne not wearing a bra in her first scene? Six minutes, 41 timestamp. I'm going to check this out. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I... I don't know if I want to see Anne's breast. Well, you're going to. I, I, you did. Oh, I, you she's definitely not wearing a bra. Look yeah. at those nipples. Yeah, no, that's... Yikes. Although, weirdly, I can kind of see the outline of a bra underneath, so I think she's got one of those weird bras that's, like, really thin material that if it's so... It might have mm-hmm. been chilly in there and you can still see everything anyway, mm-hmm. even though she's wearing a bra. Yeah. If that makes sense. Tammy, you'll know what I mean. And then Tammy says, and no quickening, and I was good with that. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And then we have her best dress, worst dress, winner or loser. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Anne sucks. I hate Anne. Um, Best dress, worst dress. So, this is what Tammy says. Tammy says, best dressed Peggy's 1938 outfit. Absolutely. And Anne's outfit during her black tie scene was also nice, but they kept cutting it with Peggy's dance scene so hard to compare the two. Exactly. Yeah, that was weird. I, I didn't mention about that, how quickly they keep going back and forth. Yeah. Very strange. Um, so, I, I agree with Peggy's outfit. I thought she yeah. looked amazing. She was, yeah. Oh, I really liked her dress. Even amazing. though it was like sequiny, I liked it. It was great. It was great. Yeah. I love Peggy. Yeah. And worst dressed, um, Tammy says that poor valet at the valet <laughs> at the coconut lounge. Timestamp thirty one twenty eight, and I'm looking, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. Oh, let me get there. And let then, me get there. Yeah, Tammy says I'm also okay with Benny's bright red suit or Peggy's blue PJs when Duncan visits her. So the valet's wearing like a valet jacket, but like a like a, a like a, a skirt, a sarong thing, because obviously it's the coconut lounge. Thirty wait thirty one thirty one twenty eight. Oh, yeah. I don't know what it's like at the front, but yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, that is that is awful. We don't see his front. I mean, all of Benny's outfits are terrible too, though. I, yeah. I think Benny with that hat. This poor guy as well, having to let people in and out, and he's just like dressed in like full-on, like, just like Hawaiian gear, and he's just probably like, cultural, cultural appropriation. Oh, my life sucks. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That's not good. Yeah. But yeah, this valet outfit is pretty terrible. I have to go with this valet outfit. Yeah, I Benny's man. Benny's got some looks. Yeah, um, we didn't like the cult outfit either that Peggy wore, but I did think it went well with her hair. Yeah, that's just some old lady shit. Mm-hmm. Um, Benny's Benny's red jacket. Uh, I think Benny. I think Benny when he's got the hat. Yeah, the Joe's. hat was really bad. Oh, the hat I was such a bad fit. That's like, the worst one. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I could go with that. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Brad, who, who won? Who lost? lost? According to Tammy, the winner was Richie. He oh. got to hear cool stories without having to get caught up in Benny's ridiculousness, and he got Duncan to pay for his food at Joe's. It's I would true. like to add as well, he's got ripped and he's got a nice tan. Yeah, and he was the coolest guy at, a ta- at the he table. He's the coolest character at the <laughs> table. He was not drinking milk or making matchstick. Oh, Claire, you've come so far on I Richie. Know. I heart Richie, yay. <laughs> uh, I agree. I think Richie won the episode. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll definitely go with that. Yeah, you didn't have to drown overnight. <laughs> didn't wasn't married to a murderer for fifty nope. years. Didn't have to have sex with Anne. Oh, ugh. So loser Tammy says I'm on the fence about Peggy just because she now knows the truth and has her life back, but with how much time left, really? Yeah, absolutely. Like well, he think... was gonna be dead in three months. <laughs> like she yeah. didn't have to know that at the end. Yeah, yeah. Like she he could have just died of cancer in three months months 
and like but, uh, but Duncan is back in a relationship with Anne inexplicably and oof. has her like nagging him about facts about his life and is terrible because he hasn't made a, a, a like a plan to like cloak his shit so I don't yeah. know I think he also loses du- yeah Duncan Duncan had sex with Anne yeah he got pulled into this he got he got killed he got killed yeah Yep. He had to hang out in with Benny. In a nasty Benny. way, drowning. Ooh. Yeah. Had to pay for Benny and Richie's dinner. Mm-hmm. Didn't get to go to breakfast with Anne. <laughs> Which, yep. you know, who knows. Uh, well, maybe they did go to breakfast after they almost got killed. I don't know. Mm. Like, they definitely went to breakfast at least a few times during this um, that we didn't see. So, um, but yeah. Yeah, I Duncan loses. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Brad. Ugh. Tammy will be back next episode, hopefully. Indeed, indeed. Unless she now wants to stay away because Anne's and Duncan are a thing again. Oh, And you know I what, mean, Tammy? I won't blame you. Uh, she's going to stay away because she loves them so much. Yeah, loves those They're guys. Love those crazy kids. Um, Claire, next episode. Yes, I have a description. Season 3, episode mm-hmm. 12, They Also Serve. I'm worried about this title, Brad. They Also Serve. They oh. Also Serve. Yes. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, tell me what you got. Watcher Rita Luce, Luce is using Watcher information to help immortal Michael Christian catch other what crap name catch other immortals when they are helpless so he can take their heads. And Duncan oh. is next on the list. Meanwhile, Joe struggles with his cl- conflicting loyalties to the Watchers and his friendship with Duncan. God, <laughs> you mean his love? <laughs> yeah. Um, what have you got, Brad? I got. Alright, recent immortal Michael Christian has been on an incredible string of luck, taking a number of heads from unarmed and vulnerable opponents, including Mary Ling Shen, who taught McLeod the martial arts in 1780s Mongolia. Whoa! Yeah, (laughs) this is great. Christian's watcher, Rita Luce, has been doing more than just watching. (laughs) (laughs) Supplying Christian with classified information on the other immortals and their weaknesses. Wow. Ah. Oh, hold on. Okay, I'm going to keep reading. McLeod, unaware of Christian, goes on a vision quest to his cabin on holy ground, deliberately leaving his sword behind. Mm. If he's unaware, do you think he's got on a vision quest to be like, what the fuck am I going to do about that? (laughs) I, I I'm just saying right now I have a I have a problematic screenshot. So, oh no! I we're I mean we're gonna be in 1780s Mongolia. So oh, I mean, xenophobia. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it won't. It's not gonna be as bad as you know Party City China, but <laughs> yeah, because yeah, they seem to have kind of sorted out their costumes now. Oh yeah, costumes are Benny's much better. Weird gangster hat. But it's still gonna be problematic. Ugh. Yikes. Okay. Yep. I look forward to it. I don't know what screenshot I have for this one. Let's have a look. Mm. Oh. Oh. Is that who I think it is? Hang on. Let me check something. Okay. Check. Check what you need to check. It is! I recognize the actor who's playing... What's his face? Uh, Michael Christian. Oh. Yeah. Do you see him? Star... Starship... uh, Not Starship Troopers. What's it called? Battlefield Earth. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All right. All right. Well... Well, there we go. So, uh, yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be a next episode. Yeah, good times. Anything you want to add, Brad? Um, I we'll hate miss Anne. you, Tammy. Unlike unlike Anne. Tammy, yeah, unlike yeah. Tammy, um, I hate Anne. Yeah, 
Yeah. Why didn't Anne get shot in this episode? <laughs> there was a gun. It was right there. It was pointing at her. <laughs> like, why'd you do that to a show? Particularly after you admitted that you know that she's awful. Yeah. All right. Well, that's the episode. Goodbye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the Sass line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com. 